morning, everybody. We're so glad you're with us today. Welcome into Undisputed. I'm Jen Hale here with Skip Bayless and Shannon Sharp. Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning, good morning. Jen, how are you today? Man, would you believe the annual NBA GM survey? Do you believe what it says? Survey says... Clippers finished first in the West. Lakers finished eighth no, in the they, West. They, 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 they. That's what they, they say. They say they have the best record. Okay, okay that's first. That's right, what right. it's first. But are they, go, are they coming out of the West? Okay, but guess what that would mean? First would play eighth in the first round at the Crypt, and the Lakers would get swept at home four straight games. You and I both, we're going to put some do on that. Yes, we are. Gonna put some in fact, I'll go 10 cases right here. If the Clippers play the Lakers in the first round, mm -hmm. I got the Clippers for 10 no, cases. I got 10 cases to say we don't finish eight. Ooh. Oh, really? Eight. Okay. You over there bumping your gun. <laughs> you, 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 you your little monologue talking about the Lakers at eight. I'm Not bumping. happening. I'm bumping. Not happening. I'm bumping on Clippers <laughs> and Cowboys. Okay. Okay. Yeah. You're feeling real good. Big spenders this morning. <laughs> I love it. Guys, we'll jump into all that NBA preseason action in a moment. My Pels won last night versus the Bulls, by the way. But hey, Skip, let's start with your Cowboys this morning. Dak Prescott reportedly will not be ready to return from injury on Sunday against the Rams. We started talking about this possibility yesterday morning. Cooper Rush has led the team to three straight wins as starting quarterback. But the Cowboys are four-and-a-half-point underdogs on the road. That is according to the Fox Bet Sportsbook. Shannon, on a scale of 1 to 10, what shot do you give Cooper Rush at winning versus those reigning Super Bowl champ Rams? I'm at a 9 because although I picked the Rams as, as my Super Bowl uh, pick, Skip, I don't think the Rams are anything like anybody thought they would be. They don't look anything like the team that won the Super Bowl. And although we do understand that uh, the uh, the previous year is a different year than this year, I did think they would have some resemblance of, of, a, of a Super Bowl contending team. And they look nothing like that this year. Um, they don't run the football. I'm First of all, I'm surprised that Dallas is a four-and-a-half-point underdog. That's crazy. And that opened as six-and-a-half ahead of Monday night football. Well, Go ahead. Well, it should, well after Monday night football, mm -hmm. they should have been down to pick them. Okay. <laughs> Worst-case scenario. Skip, look. The, the, the likelihood of this game getting into a shootout where you have to ask Cooper Rush to say, you know what, we need you to throw for three-plus. We need you to give us three or four touchdowns passing. I don't think that's going to happen because when you look at the Rams, the Rams have no threat of the rush. They're 30th in rushing, Skip. They're 29th in yards per carry. And only uh, Wentz, Carson Wentz, has been sacked more than Matthew Stafford. And what have we seen over the last three games, the uh, last four games? Three picks. And a lot of them either late in the ball game and they've been pick sixes. So for me, Skip, I, I think... What we're seeing is that the Cowboys, with their defensive front and what they're able to do as far as pass rush on Stafford, on that offensive line, because the offensive line has been awful this year. They keep constantly getting Stafford hit, and so late in the ball game, through accumulation of those hits, you see him get reckless with the football, and now all of a sudden the other team has turned him over. And so I think this is where this is why I have so I have a lot of confidence that the Cowboys can win this game. Because of their pass rush, not necessarily because Cooper Rush is going to play great, because they haven't needed him to play great. You know, Skip, 10 points, they gave up 10 points on Sunday, they gave up 16 points to the Giants, they gave up 17 points, and they gave up 16 points last year against Minnesota. So it's not like he's having to score 28, 31, 35 points in order to win these ball games. They keep the ball game close. He makes two or three throws late in the ball game, mm -hmm. and that's the difference in the ball game. So with that being said, Skip. Uh, the first four games last year, Stafford, Stafford, Stafford was sacked three times. This year, 16. 
So he's averaging four sacks a game. Project that out over 17 games. Well, Matthew Stafford won't play very much, won't play much longer if he gets sacked 17 times four is 68 sacks in the season. That, that, that going to hurt. Mm-hmm. That's going to hurt. So I, I think the Cowboys have an excellent chance. And after we, we talked about this a little briefly yesterday, Skip, after we heard Jerry, I felt very confident that Cooper Rush was going to start. He said, yeah, Dak can hold the football, but he doesn't grip it well enough in order for him to go play. So I felt very comfortable that that was the direction they were trending. Cooper Rush was going to start this game. And so with that being said, the Cowboys uh, pressure front, it's going to be a long day. They're going to have to do a great job. Hey, Sean Payton is going to have Sean McPayton. Sean McVay is going to have to call the game of his life. Maybe they need Sean. <laughs> Maybe they need good. Skip, he's going to have to have the game of his life mm. to keep Micah and those Marauders off Matthew Stafford's ass. It's as simple as that. that. That's where the game is going to be run. Right here in the trenches. There are two trenches. <laughs> There's also a trench manned by number 99 for the other team that you say is the closest thing to LT that we've seen. But what have we seen? Now, we see we seen Michael Parsons the last two games. When teams say, you're not going to do anything to us, he's been quiet as a church monster. Yeah. But they're still getting sacks. Aaron Donald gets double team. Leonard Floyd has zero sacks in four games, three quarterback hits. They really miss Von Miller. They miss Von they Miller. They really, really miss Von. I, I first that, guessed that, that. That, that. The money that Buffalo <laughs> gave him. Considering that they redid, they think about that. They redid Aaron Donald, made him the highest paid defensive player. They redid Matthew Stafford. They redid Cooper Cup. They gave $14 million, $15 million to Allen Robinson. There was only so much. Had they known what they know now, they'd have gave Allen Robinson money and probably a little bit more <laughs> to Von Miller and keep and kept Von. That because is true. He, he's, a, he's a difference maker now. He is a huge difference maker. I think he's making a difference for the Buffalo Bills just the way he always made a difference for your Denver Broncos. Yes, yes. And for the Rams last year. Remember last year skipping the playoffs? Absolutely he did. All right, so if I'm hearing you correctly, as you always say to me, you're telling me that Cooper Rush will be able to caretake or game manage the Cowboys to a victory. You have high regard for that possibility yes. you're all the way up to a nine on yes. a scale of 10 at the team the defending championship team that you picked to defend their championship and win this year's super bowl yes. correct yes that's what you just yes. said because i just saw what jimmy g did on monday skip jimmy g made two throws but that defensive line led by bosa they mm. ate mm. okay i'm gonna get this out of the way up front I never quite trust what Jerry says publicly because he is the <laughs> shrewdest of operators. I always say about Jerry, whom I know very, very, very well from the hundreds and hundreds of hours I spent around him in Dallas researching my three books that I wrote about the Dallas Cowboys. Y- you can say he says a lot of dumb SH, <laughs> but he ain't stupid because no. he ain't. No. Because he is a billionaire's billionaire now that he owns the most valuable team in all the world. Did you see his net worth now? Mm. 16, 18 million. Billion, billion excuse billion, me. I heard billion, billion, billion. Billion. Bill, Bill, B, B, B. Billion, billion. Jeez. <sighs> Jerry didn't get to be a multi billionaire. No. By by doing dumb SH. Very calculated skill. Very calculated. I believe, based on my experience with Jerry and Jimmy Johnson in 1991, when we've talked about this, Steve Berline got the hot hand a la Cooper Rush. And they just said, Troy, we know you're back. We know you're 100% healed up from your sprained knee, Troy Aikman, at the end of that season. 
they had made the playoffs thanks to a late close by Steve Berline. Right. And they said, we're going to Chicago to play Dick as Bears. We're going to ride the hot hand. Right. We know you're ready to go, Troy, but no, thank you very much. you got to wait on this one. Right. You were the first overall pick in the draft, but we're going to go with Steve Berline. You okay. know Steve Berline. I do. I play with Berline. He, he, was, he was pretty good, mm -hmm. but he fell more into the category of a game manager mm -hmm. type. Not, not the biggest arm, not the most no. athletic ability. Nope. Not the biggest guy. What, nope. what was he, 6'2"-ish Two maybe? Yeah. Okay. Smart, understood the game, know where to go with the football. Sounds a little like Cooper Rush. <laughs> maybe yeah. a lot like Cooper Rush, right? Yeah. So the point was they rode Steve Berline's hot hand, and they went up and shocked Ditka's Bears up in Chicago, quarterback by Jim Harbaugh, right. believe it or not. And then they went on to Detroit, and they got shocked, and all of a sudden, Steve Berline melted. He turned back into a pumpkin, and then all was right in the world as right. they went forward with right. Drakeman. So my point is, I believe Jerry is flashing back to 1991, and I don't believe he's being completely forthcoming about Dak's status. I just have a gut-gut feeling that he is erring way on the side of caution when I believe internally Dak is saying, hey, I'm gripping it just fine. Right. But Jerry's saying, no, 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 let's hold off because – I believe he's looking at it the way I do, that Cooper Rush has earned the right for one more shot. Let's just see what happens. Plus, it would be almost unfair to me to throw Dak Prescott back into the fire. I don't care how badly they're struggling right now. They're still the Rams. They're still yeah. the defending champs. They got good players. It's still a big game. It's a big national stage right here on Fox at 425 Eastern. And it's a big, it's a tall order for a quarterback who's missed a month to get thrown back in with the bar raised up here about five notches by Cooper Rush. But you do understand the more that you say, okay, give him one more game, and he plays and he okay, wins that I, game. I, I got you it. You know what happened. Okay, but you, you, you have to just <laughs> literally take it a game at a time and see what happens. Okay. Is it possible that 1991 is about to repeat itself? That Cooper Rush is going to come out here to L.A. and shock the Rams 17 to 13 the way the Cowboys did in 91 right. at Chicago? And then maybe Cooper Rush goes to Philadelphia for, is it a Sunday night game? I think I it's Sunday it's night. A Sunday night. Well, that'll be the game of the year up to this point, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And what, what if he turns back into a pumpkin? What if the, the Eagles expose him for everything you think he's not? But the, the, and then all would be right. Dak would be back in the saddle. So you say, let, let, let's just say for the sake of argument, he comes out here, he wins this game. That would be four games he's won this year, counting the one that he won last year. So he's 5-0. and oh. He loses a game, but... It's, they're not blown out. He doesn't play particularly bad. The Eagles just play better, and they lose. Let's just say, Skip, they lose a close ball game. Say they lose 27-24, 27-23, something like that. I believe just because they're paying Dak so much money, they go back to Dak. Skip, that's but, what I believe. But Skip, that's not what he, history has told us, is that you go back and look at it. You can go back to uh, uh, Don Shula, Coach Shula, when he was in, uh, uh, the, with the Colts. Earl Morrow got hot. Johnny Ewing got hurt. Earl Morrow got hot. Who's, he did. Who kept it going? You go. You keep it coming. Jeff Hostella and Phil Sim, Tom Brady and Drew Bledsoe. Skip, at the time, Drew Bledsoe was the highest-paid player in the NFL. He was. Coach Belichick said, I don't give a bleep. He didn't. I just believe. And you said, this is what you said. You said that you believe that Cooper Rush is playing currently better than at Dak has played any time over the last year. If that's the case, you can lose. If the quarter, if the person, I don't care if it's a good position, if the player comes in, he's mm -hmm. playing better than said player was playing before he got hurt. 
Mm -hmm. Shouldn't player that has player X that has the job now, shouldn't he continue to play? If he's playing better, because you said that Cooper Rush is playing better than what you've seen Dak over the last 16 games. I have. That's all I got for you is my eye test. If you want to throw back across the table, he's an undrafted free agent from Central Michigan. <laughs> if you want to say he's 28 years of age, he's been in the system for right. six years, where has he been? Right. You got me. I don't know. He finally got an opportunity, and, and it's not one or two. It's four opportunities. And you say they haven't needed him to play great. And all I've seen is in the biggest moments he has played, and I don't toss this word around gently, He's played great. He's played big-time clutch well, see, on big stages. My thing is, is that I'm going to need to see. you got to put him in a situation where he doesn't have to just make two or three throws in order to beat you. you got to make him play a clean ball game throughout right. the game. you got to keep that pressure on him and make him play because uh, of uh, Cincinnati. The first, you look at the first couple of drives, he was sensational. And then he really didn't do anything until the last three, the last drive. I, I, which, thought, I thought they didn't let him do much. Okay. They just tried to hang on for dear life, and it nearly cost them. M maybe that's the case. But until someone gets, until someone can do what uh, uh, Kansas City was able to do to Tampa's defense, I'm going to force you to get into a shootout. I'm going to force you to go down there, and you're going to have to throw for 300, 400 yards, okay. and you're going to have to put four, three or four touchdowns on the board against me in order for you to win. Until you can do that, Skip, it's going to be very difficult for you to beat the Cowboys because their defense is going to put you in a situation where you're not going to probably get to 31. Okay. I'm going to reiterate for those who are just joining us. At Minnesota last year, first ever game that he's ever played in the NFL as a starter, on Sunday night football solo stage, he throws a game-winning touchdown pass to Amari Cooper, no longer a Cowboy, mm -hmm. with 55 seconds left to he pull it that. out 20 to 16. Then he's thrown back into the fire in game two when everybody said Dallas is dead because Dak is gone. And against the defending AFC champ Bengals, who almost won the Super Bowl last year, who were spoiling to come here, get, come in here and get even at one and one because their backup long snapper had cost them the game at Pittsburgh okay. by blowing an extra point and a chip shot field goal, each of which would have won the football game. All he did was, in the end of that game over the last minute, they said, okay, go, Cooper, save us now. And he completes three straight big passes mm -hmm. to set up a walk-off field okay. goal. And then they go up to the Giants, and everybody is raving about the new-look, big, bad, blue Giants with a red-hot defense. Wink Martindale, once of the Baltimore Ravens, he's got them cooking up there, and they are going to heat up Dak, um, Dak heat up Cooper Rush. Mm -hmm. And what happens? They fall behind 13 to 6 mid fourth quarter, and here he comes on two long game winning drive, game tying, and then game winning drives. Right. It was clutch. That's on, that was Monday, yeah, Monday night football. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay, so there's another big solo right. stage game. Mm -hmm. And then we get to what he did against lowly Washington. And you right. got me on this, but I'm going to remind you what happened late last year at Washington. Dak Prescott had a QBR of 10, I'm sorry, 12 on a scale of 0 to 100. 12. Right. They almost blew the game. They survived 27 to 20 against pretty much the same team, except it, now it's Carson Wentz at quarterback. Right. It was your little man, Taylor Tyler Heineke, right? <laughs> but, but the point is, I believe if Dak had played the way he did at Washington last year, I think they would have lost this game Sunday because the defense – in, in a horror show to me, they, they gave up 142 yards rushing. Right. They couldn't get the ball back from Carson Wentz. Meanwhile, they were rushing the ball 
for what was it, 41 yards, 40 yards. It was 2.1 per carry. Right. They have fallen to 27th overall in, in rush yards allowed, and they're not rushing the football at any high rate. It's the kind of game you could blow. And what did Cooper Rush do? When they got in trouble, he had a, an answer drive where they go right down and score again. And, and you say, well, what throws does he make? I, I just want to remind, if, in case people miss the game on Sunday, that they faced a huge third and eight on the tying touchdown drive. Right. Or the, I'm sorry, it's the go-ahead touchdown drive. Right. It was third and eight, and he hits Michael Gallup. This is a really big-time anticipation throw. People say, well, they've been tricking a lot of teams by throwing play action on first down, but this is third and eight. This is a big throw. And, and he comes up big. That, that's kind of a fallaway throw. And then he comes right back. This is a third and six from the 11. And it's a, it, it wasn't a design rollout. He had to scramble yeah. right. Yeah. And even that you big, said. That, that was a big time throw. Yeah, that was a big time throw. That's a big time throw. Listen, yeah. if he misses that, they're in big trouble. Yeah. They're, they're about to be. And then he escapes the pocket, and he's on the run. He's got a little bit of mobility. I'm not saying he's Lamar, right. but, but he's got some ability. And he makes another big clutch throw. And then the throw to CD that broke the game open, if we could see that. It's just a big time. He, he is reading it quickly. He's finding the right man. And he's hitting him in stride, right on the button for a big touchdown. What is he not doing? He hasn't turned the ball over one time. He's he's four touchdowns to zero interceptions. And would you believe they're tied for the lead in the NFL with guess who? The Philadelphia Eagles on giveaways because they're they're one. They got one. But and see, Skip, think about what you just said. In four games, he has four touchdowns. That's not going to win you a whole lot of games if you up under the gun. You look at these scores, 2016 against the Vikes, 2017 against the Bengals, 23-16 against the Giants, 25-10 against the Commanders. So that's what I'm saying. Yeah, four touchdowns. If you're only having to get one touchdown per game in order for you to win. But when he was asked, he answered. every t- All four times, he answered no. with clutch throws. I need him to, I need okay. to, him to, I need him not to take test after test throughout the course of the game. Not take the test the last three minutes of the ball game or not take the test in the first quarter of the ball game to answer a, a seven, a, a six nothing, a, a seven six score. I need him to continuously be up under the gun. And that way you can properly evaluate him. I just think the thing now is that they're not asking a whole lot of him. He knows that the likelihood of me having to get to 28 points, I don't really need that. Look at our defense. And so give him credit, Skip. He's not put the ball in harm's way. The one thing when you're playing an outstanding defense is don't put them on a short field. Don't put them right back on the field after they've given you the ball, after they've gone out, you know, got a three and out or got a drive and they stopped the drive and forced the punt. Don't put them back on the field. And he's done a great job of that, of not turning the football over. But unless the Rams can put him under the gun, it's going to be a long day for the Rams on Sunday. Okay. Have I seen Cooper Rush explode to start a game and put them up 28 to nothing with four touchdown passes? <laughs> I haven't seen that yet. They don't run the ball very well. I'm not sure they have the firepower to do quite that. Right. Have I seen him come back from 28 to nothing down to tie the game? I have not because he like you saw that like you saw I, Dak do against I've Green seen. Bay in the playoff, or you saw him do against Atlanta. You, even though against the Cleveland Browns, Skip, they were down by a whole bunch, and here he comes. He did. They didn't win. Back. They didn't win, but, but they came way back. So let me ask you this: If there's a situation were to arise where Cooper Rush is under the gun like that, they're down 20, 21 points. Do you feel comfortable? that he could bring them back? I have no idea because I haven't seen it yet. <laughs> exactly. but, but my point back to you is I give you that. 
I, my gut would tell me no. Like, right. I'll take Dak in those circumstances. Right. If you're hopelessly behind, I'll take Dak. Right. I've seen him do it right. five, six times. Right. It doesn't always turn out well in right. the end. I, I don't get the dub. I, I still have one of those <laughs> empty calorie L's okay. that you, you scorch him for. Yes. But, but the point is, you always say, well, how did they fall behind whatever it is, 28 to 6 or whatever? Right. You say, did they get the football? Ab yeah, they had the football yes. too. Well, a lot of times he's turning it over, he's missing a right. big throw, right. and all of a sudden, or they just come out absolutely flat, flat right. on offense. And maybe it's because it is Cooper Rush. My team's not coming out flat They're on not. either side of the ball. They're coming out strong on both sides and asserting themselves like we are here to stay. We don't care how good you are, Bengals. We are in this football right. game from I, the start. I think the thing is, Skip, is that sometimes when you have a great player, you're like, oh, we're going to be okay. We, you know, we start flat, Skip. We fall behind 10 nothing or 14 to 3 or something like that. Oh, we good. You know the likelihood of when you have your backup, you must be on your best behavior, both off offensively, defensively, and special teams, and they play accordingly. So really, they've never, he's never been had, he's never had a situation where he's been down at least 10 points. He has not. Forget, Skip, I'm not even talking about 14, 21. I'm talking about 10. I mean, the most points he's been behind is what? Uh, three, seven, maybe? Maybe seven? I don't know if it's. Well, It'd be 13 to 6. 13 to 6, so seven, seven yep. points, yeah. Mm -hmm. And he got the ball, they got the ball, and guess what? He went right back down the field, top, he did. you know, and, and, and uh, well, he got, they went up by 14 13. Yep. So, can the Rams put him in a situation where he's down 10, and all of a sudden he can't run the football? Now you says, okay, unleash the hounds. Okay. So, I don't love my defense getting run off the field because that's shades of two years ago. Rams can't run okay? it. I, I would give you that. It seems like a favorable matchup in that they can't take advantage of what you're not doing correct, well. Correct, correct. And yet you do rush the passer, which they can't seem to, to plug and they stop. Correct. Okay, so I got chances there maybe to survive on defense, maybe to keep the score lower. If it is a low-score game, if it's around 20-ish, oh, I, I got a chance yeah. with this, this guy because this guy, this is all I know about Cooper Rush. I believe this. I might eat these words, but I don't believe he will embarrass me as a Cowboy fan because he has not come close to embarrassing me one time. Right. I'm talking about unraveling. I'm talking about haywire gene where you just fall all apart and start throwing it to the other team or coughing it up on strip sacks. Well, we're right, now, see, we're right now, Skip, all of you all of you asking me to do is go to the county fair dance. At some point in time, I'm going to ask him to go to the Oscars. I'm going to ask him to go mm -hmm. to the Met Gala, and mm -hmm. I'm going to see if he can get dressed up and do perform there. You know, I don't think the county fair dance <laughs> is on Sunday night national TV or Monday night national TV, and and I've seen him go to the mat. No, 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 what I what I mean, I'm gonna ask. Maybe him he's to, just playing third cello. Nah, the nah, 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 not right now. I just I'm gonna I'm, as sooner or later, Skip, somebody's gonna put him under the gun, and he's gonna have to go get 28. He's gonna have to go get to 31 now. Mm. Maybe not. Maybe my defense is good enough just to hang in. No, every great, every great defense has had that one game. You saw Tampa had theirs the other night. The, the Ravens have had theirs. The 0-2 Bucks, the third, uh, what was it, the 12 or the 13 uh, Seahawks. Everybody's had that game in which they've given up 30. Mm. The question is, if they give up 30, can your guy Cooper Rush go get you 32, 34? And my answer to that is, I don't know. I, <laughs> I, I actually wouldn't mind seeing no, you, that. No, you, you would, I, man. I wouldn't, actually. Exactly. Yeah. Well... Here we go. We will it find out, like gentlemen. Coming up on the NFL on Fox, Skip's Cowboys lead this series all time, 14 to 13. But Shannon, your Rams have won the last two. What? what? Up next, guys.
Let's talk a little Tom Brady. Can he avoid his third straight loss? Oof. Plus, LeBron has some choice words about a Lakers Did legend, it? Shannon. Oof. You're going to have to explain this one. <laughs> That's coming up on Undisputed. When it comes to travel, we all know that feeling of wanting to escape to our happy place, whether it's hitting the beach, the ski slopes, or just kicking it with your crew in a tropical paradise. And Priceline wants you to get there and be very happy with a happy price. So you never have to miss a trip. Let me tell you, Priceline has got your back to make it all happen. My happy place is Cabo San Lucas, Mexico. Picture this, crystal clear waters, golden sands, and sun shining down on you like it's your personal spotlight. That's right. Cabo is my ultimate happy place. And you know what makes it even better? Priceline's VIP family feature. You heard it from me. That's right. VIP treatment for you and your squad. Imagine being with your crew, soaking up the sun and living your best life. And while scoring deals up to five times faster, it's like scoring a game-winning touchdown on vacation. Now, who am I taking with me to Cabo? To that epic trip, that adventure? My boys, my ride or dies, my crew, ones who've been there through thick and thin from the beginning to the end. I'm not taking any kids, no kids, just me and the boys living it up. So what are you waiting for? Download the Priceline app today and save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your favorite happy price with Priceline. Make some memories that'll last a lifetime. Cabo ain't ready for me. Or us, but we're ready for Cabo. Thanks to Priceline, the real MVP of travel. Tom Brady is trying to avoid losing three straight Sunday versus the Atlanta Falcons, something he's only done once in his career all the way back in 2002. Tampa Bay is an eight-and-a-half points favorite at home. Brady is 9-0 all-time against the Falcons. Now our friend Skip is going to have a lot to say on this one. Shannon, you first. How much trouble are Brady and his Bucks in? Not much. You look at the division that he's in, he's in the division with Marcus Mariota, starting quarterback in Atlanta. Uh, Jameis Winston and maybe Andy Dalton are the starting quarterbacks in New Orleans. And Baker Mayfield, who's dead last in QBR, is the quarterback in, in Carolina. He's in that division. There's a great chance they're going to win that division. You win your division, you get a home playoff game. The Bucs are tied right now with Atlanta uh, at 2-2 two and two in the division, and their best player, Cordell Patterson, is just went on our with dealing with a knee issue. Skill, I don't think we should be surprised. The guy is 45 years of age. He retired in the offseason, unretired, and he's dealing with some issues off the field that would affect anybody in a normal walk of life, let alone a quarterback playing in the National Football League. So I don't think anybody should be surprised given what he's dealing with off the field. And you can compartmentalize a lot of things. Athletes do a great job of compartmentalizing because a lot of times we don't really know what's going on behind the scenes. It just so happens that Tom Brady is a really, really big, a really big deal. And a lot of what's going on with him and his wife are playing out publicly. So we get a, you know, we kind of get a glimpse. But he's not the first guy that's possibly was dealing with something of this magnitude Excellent. off the field. And you can deal, Skip, you can deal with things a little better if they're in private. But when things, you know, people ask you questions and you know, like, damn. 
people, you know, like, they're looking at you a little different, like, man, this is, man, you probably should have done this, you probably should have stayed retired and your situation would have been like this. And so I think he has a lot on his mind. Skip, the defense, we talked about it last segment. The defense had one of those games. This is probably the only time they'll give up 40-plus points. I don't know, they might not even give up another 30-point game this season. But they had their one bad game. Pat, that's against Patrick Mahomes, who played really, really well offensively. They were clicking on all cylinders. So for me, Skip, I don't think they're in trouble at all. You look at the next three games, they're home against Atlanta. They go play Pittsburgh with a rookie quarterback and Kenny Pickett. And then you take your show on the road to Carolina and Baker Mayfield. They go 3-0 and in the next game, and now all of a sudden they're 5-2, and and people will forget about the two-game losing streak that Tom Brady just went through. Yeah, you told me just a few days back that Tom Brady this year has played just plain bad. Just yeah. plain bad. He, that was the quote. Tom, for Tom Brady, he's been average. And Tom Brady is anything but average. But if you look at his play, his play, Skip, says he's been average. When you look at his touchdowns, you look at his interception, you look at his completion percentage, you look at his QBR, he's been average. And we know Tom Brady, over the course of his career, once he became Tom Brady, mm. he's been anything but average. But his play this year has been very average. Mm. And I think it's been extraordinary. And I'm not even factoring in what's going on in his private life, mm -hmm. his personal life. Because if I know Tom Brady, and I think I do, during football season, football has always been number one to him. That's part of the problem. Yes. And, and I believe it remains number one. And nobody has been able to laser focus on football because, to your point, going back, you, you could go back in many stages of his career, he's, as he says, I've had a lot of SH going on. Well, we all do. Right. We, we just do. You had it when you were playing. Mm -hmm. Things happen right. that can really distract you. They can drain your energy for mm -hmm. football. Yeah. But for some reason, he is so laser focused. He loves playing football so much that when it's time to, to, pr to prepare and play football, he prepares and he yeah. plays. He's never had to deal with something like this. Because what I would always tell my girlfriends at the time, I said, I can bring work home to you, but I can't take you to work. Work at home has come to work with Tom Skip. Whether he wanted it or not, it is there. Skip, that's a difficult, that's a difficult, think about it, for 13 years, he's had a sound foundation. And now there's chaos going on back at home. And so it's hard, even the, even the greatest. A lot of times, Skip, when you did, we can deal with certain things. But Tom Brady has, has, has had a great foundation at home, and he's never had anything to worry about. Now there's uncertainty at home. There's something for him to worry about, Skip. That's just the way it is. Tom Brady is great, but Tom Brady's human, Skip. I think sometimes you lose sight of that Tom Brady is human. He's just an extraordinary human. He That's is. all I know. When it comes to football, it's his reason for being. Yeah. And I don't think he will let anything threaten football, which is – part and parcel of what's happening right now. Mm -hmm. So to Jen's question, I don't think they're in a bit of trouble because to your point, you look down the schedule, I'm not going to be surprised if this team finishes 12 and one over its last 13 games. Cause the only game I see that's really dicey is at 49. Right. Cause they can get after your quarterback. They can get after the quarterback <laughs> and it could be a long, scary afternoon for and, Tom and Brady. And the thing is, Skip, they're probably going to get a couple of those guys back. Trent Williams will be back, their best offensive lineman, their run game. And you better, hey, you be, their physical team, you better buckle up. Okay. But what have I seen so far from Brady? Well, let's put it in perspective. On opening night at Jerry World, 
He did manage to score 19 points and had a pretty good game. It was 212 yards passing, one touchdown, one interception. But he put up 19 points on a defense that since then, the Cowboy defense has allowed 17 and then 16 and then 10. Right. So they have scored the season high 19 on the Dallas defense. But think of a skip. Now, just think about it. Okay, Carson Wentz, Daniel Jones, and, and, and uh, uh, Joe, Joe Burrow. Burrow. Those are the quarterbacks that you just said, Tom, put Tom Brady. You put those guys in the category well, with Tom I'll, Brady. I'll put Joe Burrow as the potential next Tom Brady, okay. but, but obviously not Daniel Jones or Carson <clears throat> Wentz. But then we, he gets thrown right back into a, a, a crazy hot fire because he's got to deal with his nemesis on the road at New Orleans, his kryptonite defense that has absolutely owned him since he became a Buccaneer. Right. Four straight losses. And, and he, he went going on eight straight quarters without being able to score a touchdown when midway through the fourth quarter of that game at New Orleans, he finally hit Perriman with that 28-yarder that actually traveled about 50 yards across the field okay. that finally broke that game open 10-3, to three, and then they, they piled on when Jameis unraveled, right? right? Okay, so I thought he was really good. He finally beat his nemesis. And then what happens against Aaron Rodgers? When he's called upon at the end of the game, he, he drives them 89 yards in 13 plays all the way down to 14 seconds left. He hits Russell Gage with the touchdown pass that brought it up to 14 to 12. Right. And now we got a two-point debacle because the center wouldn't snap the football, right? right? Yeah. Okay, well, well he, he was really extraordinary at the end of that game because that's who he is but and that's skip, what he skip. does. This is not what we expect from Tom Brady. We just don't expect for him to be extraordinary at the end of the ball game. Think about this. The, uh, uh, Hoyer gets knocked out the second, third play of the game. They're bringing in a rookie, Billy Zappi. Billy Zappi Brady, gets... Brady. Uh, no, no, I'm Bailey. Bailey, yeah, Bailey, Bailey, Bailey Zappi, Zappi, excuse me, yes, excuse me. Yeah. Bailey Zappi. Yeah. Skip, they get 24 points. Mm -hmm. They got 24 points against a Packers defense at home that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers can only get 12 points at home. Mm -hmm. I mean, excuse me. The uh, Patriots got 24 mm -hmm. points on the road in Green Bay when Tampa couldn't get but 12 at home. And you and you talk about Tom Brady's playing good? You compared him to Billy Zappi compared to Tom Brady? Carson Wentz to Tom Brady? Mm -hmm. Come on, Skip. Okay, what did we just see on Sunday night football? We saw Tom Brady have the ball for only 21 minutes to Patrick Mahomes, 39 minutes. Right. And in only 21 minutes, he threw for 385 yards, three touchdowns, and no interceptions. Okay? That was extraordinary because he, he did get Mike Evans back. And what I neglected to mention about the Green Bay game, there was no Mike Evans. Right. There was no Chris Godwin. Right. There was no Julio Jones. So all of a sudden, he's throwing – the, the game-high targets go to a slot receiver named Russell Gage, who's brand new to their system, mm -hmm. right? At New Orleans, the game-high targets went to little Scotty Miller, who's a slot receiver forced to play X or Y as your, your wide receiver one, mm -hmm. right? So he's been behind the eight ball, even against Green Bay. He's down to his third string starting left tackle blindside protector. Well, they, they've been up against it. Their, their wide receiver ranks have been decimated but so the far. Thing that, the, the thing that we applaud these great quarterbacks for is not when they throw to the top receivers, is that when they don't. We give, Aaron Rodgers got so much credit because of looking at that, who he was throwing to in that game. You take these top quarterbacks and they're supposed to elevate. They don't make excuses. They elevate. Yes, he doesn't have a, a, a Devontae Adams, but when he needed to make a throw, he counted on those young guys. 
Patrick Mahomes, he does not have Tyreek. But you know what? He elevated those guys. Okay, now it's time for Tom Brady. Skip, you want Tom Brady to have it perfect every single game. At some point in time. No, I just want a level playing field. Skip, there have been a lot of guys. Every, there have been a lot of guys that don't have a level playing field. And you don't do this with them. And say so you don't talk about who they don't have. You talk about whether he didn't get it done. No, but in his career, he's done more with less than anybody in the history of the oh, game. Well, keep it going. Okay, well, he, he's keeping it. They're two and two, right? And, and they, they had Green Bay on the ropes. And he's got a center who is starting his third game at center in his life, and he didn't snap the football. If he snaps it, we might be having a very different conversation. Well, Skip, but the fact of the matter is, is that I'm just trying to say you score a touchdown. How much time you need? The play is done already. The play is in here. You already know you're going for two. Tom Brady should know he could look down at that sheet on his on his wrist. Okay, they got three two point plays that's that's that's, that's called. He already knows. So I want. I, but see, Skip. He, he tried to check it. He, okay, he then you can't okay. in that situation. You see the clock going down, Skip. Okay, well, obviously, and it's also only 24 seconds you get on the the two point try as opposed to what is it 40 seconds right. on the. But here's the Skip. Radio. If you got if you if you and Ernestine if you come in late from from doing something and you and Ernestine got a got a, 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 a you got to arrive at this event in 15 minutes you can't take a shower you just got hey you hey Ernestine gonna have your clothes laying out you just jump in the clothes and go Tom Brady knew he was already running late and he wants to shower he wants to do his hair he wants to try to watch a, a late edition of something on television and it won't work go ahead and call the play and live with it it won't work. When your center's starting the third game of his life at center, it won't work. See, Skip, why won't you, Skip? At no point in time do they ever blame the center for a delay a game. Only with Tom Brady. There have been a lot of centers, but you can't go through your normal checks. And if you got 40 seconds, you're already the clock going to 20. Okay, so he tried to do too much. Yes, with too okay, say too that. Much with too there little. you go. Because Russell Gage is playing a position he's not familiar with. Cole Beasley had just gotten up off his couch that week to come play yes. for Tom Brady, and he's lined up in the slot on the two-point try. It's 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 hard because they're look. You could just see their faces. They're looking at him like, huh? What what what? Because his his he's processing way faster than they can process. Right. And then he's clapping for the football, and Hainsey won't snap it to because, him, Skip, and they let the clock. But here's the thing: when you start changing plays, Skip, I just can't go because once you once you try to do something, now I got to see. Okay, now who's the mic? Who did he declare as the mic? Are we sliding left, Liz, or Lu, uh, uh, Liz or Lucy? Or are we sliding right? His brain was working way faster than his supporting cast because, could cope with. Skip, you do realize that. My head is down. Tom Brady is standing in an up position. Tom Brady can see things that the center can't see. So while he's changing that, now I got to look up and see, okay, okay, he wants me to go left. Okay, if the ball gets snapped on time, I like his chances of tying the football. Okay, game. let me let's just say for the sake of argument, he changes the play, and the center does not slide in the direction that he wants him to go, and the guy runs scot free and hit Tom Brady in his mouth and knocks his ass out of the game. What are you gonna say? That that can't happen. Exactly, exactly. That's a hypothetical I will not deal with. Exactly. Yeah. So he's trying to get the call. Tom is redirected. He's yeah, trying got, to get I got it. I got a knock on wood. <laughs> so it's, it's, it, I mean, to play center is not a very easy job because you're responsible for everybody. You got to make sure the line knows which direction they're sliding in. We're gonna yep. gap it. We're gonna molly it. Or however we're gonna block block it up. And he needs to get that because, like you said, the most important thing is Tom Brady. I'd rather you take a delay of game. That's what they tell you, Skip. 
Hold him. Do not let a free runner go hit the quarterback. I'd rather you get a holding call and then get a touchdown call back. Because if you let him get a free shot, get on that guy, because give me see what happened. The DB barely hit him. And Tom is going off the field and like, ooh, that got my arm pretty good. But 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 he blindside hit him and, and he was starting to throw the football. And it's a dangerous position to be thrust into. That that's why the center is looking to make sure he don't he don't mess that up and let somebody run through the gap and hit Tom Brady in his chops. All I know is. They're still just fine. Yeah. And in, it's in part because of this schedule, and it's in part because... The division that they're in. No, but it's the GOAT is still the GOAT to me. And he's still playing at a very high level. Maybe he's not quite what he was last year, but he will be. He'll, they'll get better and better, and I will not be at all surprised come November 1st. What game would that be? We're getting close, man. Yeah. That would be the Rams game at home. Oh, he'll play the Rams at home. That, that, that somebody's going to show up by the name of Gronkowski. I'm not going to be surprised at all. He ain't you you think not? Uh, you're, you're wishing him. No, I, I'm not retired. wishing him. Hey, no, he got to do what he, he has to do, what he, he feels in, in his heart, what he wants to do. But I don't believe he's, I don't believe it. Mm. But, I mean, they're fine. I mean, look at the division. Look at the quarterbacks in that division. Hell, I might be able, I might can get a wild card out of that division with those quarterbacks. Come yep. on now. Okay. I got him finishing 12 and 1. Every quarter, every quarterback. How many teams has Mario been on? He was with Tennessee. He's with the Raiders. Now he's in Atlanta. Mm -hmm. Baker Mayfield. They started at Cleveland. Now he's in Carolina. Jameis started in Tampa. Now he's in, in New Orleans. And Andy Dalton has been all over the place. He went from uh, Cincinnati to Dallas to maybe Chicago. And so, come on, Skip. Mm. Yeah. Well, come on, Shannon. <laughs> we got this. Yeah, yeah, I bet yeah. you. Do. <laughs> I bet you do. A little historical note for you, gentlemen. Mariota actually made his professional debut in Tampa. He had a stellar game. Four touchdowns, zero interceptions, and a perfect QB rating of 158.8 back in 2015. I don't know who that Mariota was. We'll see if he can recapture it. <laughs> we'll see if he can recapture it this weekend. It's coming up on the NFL on Fox. All right, Shannon, your guy LeBron James, he's looking to break that all-time scoring record this season. One that has been held by Laker legend Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, obviously, for over three decades. When asked about the record and Kareem in a post-game press conference on Monday, it got interesting. Here's what LeBron had to say. LeBron, would you have any chance to get the all-time scoring record this year? Do you have any thoughts on Kareem and also if you have a relationship with him? No. No thoughts. No relationship. Very Ooh. brief, right? Yes. Shannon, were you surprised by LeBron's response? No. Um, those two have really never had much <laughs> of a relationship. And we can't see LeBron can't win. If LeBron has a relationship, everybody says LeBron is too friendly, friendly. He tries to be buddy buddy with everybody. Michael Jordan didn't give a damn. He didn't try to be friendly with anyone. LeBron is not friendly. I can he not be friends with Kareem. Okay, but that's different. They're not competing against each other. Skip. Did anybody ask Kareem, did he have a relationship with Wilt? Kareem and Wilt did not like each other. And nobody asked him this. And, and it wasn't even an issue that Kareem and Wilt did not have a relationship. Okay. Wasn't an issue. So why is it an issue now? Yeah, why does they, LeBron... were, they were competing against each other. When he broke... Why does it have to... Why does LeBron have to get along with everybody? Why does LeBron have to have a relationship with everybody? Why? He doesn't. And look, Kareem, Kareem is his own person. LeBron is his own person. Uh, I, I think LeBron has been very complimentary of Kareem and said, hey, it would be a huge honor to be, you know, to, uh, to be thought of in the same breath as Kareem. But they don't have a relationship. And Kareem has been very critical of LeBron in certain situations. He's backtracked on certain, certain situations. I just, don't, I, I just don't see the issue. 
Because LeBron is looking at it like this, bro. You keep talking about, you keep saying things behind my back. And I'm a firm believer. LeBron's like, look, Skip, I can't talk, I can't stop somebody from talking behind my back, but I keep your ass from smiling in my face. You see, you doing all that talking behind my back okay, and everything. But, but he's doing it publicly. It's, and that's my thing. Yeah. So I'm doing this publicly. Mm -hmm. Do I have a, do I have a, is it, does it mean anything, Kareem? No. Do I have a relationship? No. I did that publicly. I the, have no relationship. I have no relationship. Oof. Yeah, okay. So I did that publicly. Did. So you know where I stand. I know where you stand. We gonna keep it moving, Skip. It is mm -hmm. okay for great players not to have a relationship with former great players. Mm. What, what, what is this notion that all of a sudden LeBron has got to be chummy, buddy-buddy, and bow down to every great player that came before him? He doesn't have it. Oh, but but he, he usually will do that. Okay, so yeah. now he now he didn't do that, so now it's a problem. The, the very thing that you criticized him for because he said he's too chummy-chummy. He wants to be buddy-buddy okay, buddy with everybody. Okay, but that's with his current rivals, his contemporary rivals. That's what I'm talking about. So this, this has nothing to do with that. So 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 if, if Jordan so Jordan was chumming with people that came before him. No, he, he wasn't. He, he paid homage. He, he, he respected. He looked okay. Correct, right. LeBron he, he, said he, he didn't get nothing about respect. Okay, he just said he doesn't have a relationship. Okay. You're putting words in my mouth because I haven't even answered the question but my yet. Thing, but Skip, my thing is, is that oh, he doesn't have a relationship. That doesn't mean he doesn't have respect. You can have respect for yeah, someone without having a relationship with said person. Shannon, you're preempting with a strike that is unnecessary. I'm on LeBron's side in this because I do not love the way Kareem has criticized LeBron because... Unnecessarily, it, I believe it, the it, points. It just doesn't feel right to me. And his gripes are are not worthy of, of public airing. It's it, it, it just doesn't seem fair to me. And in the biggest picture, it's a little sad to me because... He is, I'm going to knock on wood for him. If he stays healthy, he will soon, fairly soon, midseason. He's going to pass him as the all-time You know this, Skip? The criticism didn't come to like two years ago when LeBron's, because as long as he didn't think anybody was going to get that record, I, I Kareem agree. ain't say a damn word. Now all of a sudden, he yeah. got so much to say. Okay, I agree with that because there's one quote from last year where Kareem said, there's no envy here. Y yeah, there, there has to be. And there's some threat being posed because I looked this up last night. Would you believe that, speaking of Wilt, that Kareem passed Wilt as the all-time leading scorer on April the 4th of 1989. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. 84. 84, yeah. I couldn't read my mm -hmm. uh, writing. 1984. You're, you're kidding me. That's a long time ago, and that's how long... Almost 40 Kareem years. Kareem has been able to live with, I'm the king of the world. I... I lead this whole league in scoring. And <laughs> what, what's Kareem now? 75 years of age. So the, the point is... For, for more than half of his life, more than half of his life, he's been able to say, I'm the greatest scorer in the history of this league. Well, that's, that's a pretty heady life that you led, and all of a sudden, you're going to lose your cachet, yeah. right? Skip, you and I both believe that Kareem doesn't get the proper fanfare credit that he deserves for being a great player as he was. He could always hang his hat on. Skip, he got six MVPs. He, I mean, and when we talk about history, uh, the all-time great, Kareem never gets mentioned first. It's Jordan, it's LeBron, it's, but it's never Kareem. Kareem, like, I got more points than anybody. Yep. I got the third most rebounds. I got the most MVPs. I've won six, I've won six titles the same as Jordan. But when y'all talk about great players, I got the most points. Now, all of a sudden, Skip, he'll probably be even more diminished if he's not the number. Because What can you say, Skip? You're the number two scorer? 
Carmelo, what was Carmelo? I got the second most points in it. Nobody cares. Nobody you either won. Who got the most home runs? Who got the most rushing yards? The most passing yards? The Nobody most this, cares. most that? So now, Kareem started all of a sudden became very, very critical of LeBron when LeBron started getting closer and closer to that record because he didn't think anybody... Skip, for somebody to play as long as LeBron had and be at that peak 18 straight years of 25-plus points or more, he didn't think anybody was going to be that. Then all of a sudden, everything, it should be unbecoming of somebody of LeBron's caliber to say this and to do that. And yeah, Come on, bro. Yep. Let the man just let the man pass the game and keep it moving. Okay. Let me read some quotes from Kareem from about nine months ago. He says of LeBron, I'm not throwing stones, but he should be embarrassed about some of the things he said See? and done. And I'm like, what? what? <laughs> I, I, I'm a LeBron critic, and I, I don't say that about him <laughs> off the court at all. He goes on to say it's about the COVID vaccine. And he, he's talking about he, he criticized LeBron for on a, on a social media post, equating COVID-19 to the flu and the common cold. Yeah, it was the, the Spider-Man, and they say, is it the flu, is it the, flu, is it the cold, is it the COVID? But it's, and, it's when he got busted, remember? Right, and he didn't have COVID. He didn't have COVID. Okay, so th this, is, this is a low blow. And yet he's saying, well, while LeBron is a necessary and dynamic voice critical of police brutality against the black community, he needs to be the same necessary and dynamic advocate with vaccines, which could save thousands of black lives right now. Skip, well, he I got think the he vaccine. Was. He got it. I, th this is this is a, an unfair cheap shot on the Skip, part of if, Kareem. If LeBron had posted that and he didn't get the vaccine, I could you know what I, I could agree with Kareem. But LeBron got the vaccine. LeBron was confused because he said, "Hold on, you said I, I got to miss a game. I'm in protocol. I don't even have it. So what did I have? Was it the flu? Was it the common cold?" It wasn't COVID, That's so he's like, he's like, what, what, what did I have? Why did I have to miss a game? That is correct. Kareem concludes, some of the things that LeBron has done and said are really beneath him as far as I can see. When he's committed himself to a different take on everything, it's hard to figure out where he's standing. You got to check him out every time. And I'm thinking, on what? <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I, I, again, I'm as critical as they come when it comes to LeBron on the court, off the court, you only hear me applaud. I, I don't know w w what's not to like. Skip, it, it seems to me that Kareem is, is looking for things to try to, to find an opening where he can criticize LeBron. Whether you like or dislike, you criticize or not, Kareem, is going to happen. It's inevitable. You've had this record for longer than anybody. I don't know if anybody's had an NBA... I mean, well, well Wilt's had the, the, the most points, Skip, for damn near 60-plus years. I think he set that record in 62 might have been 62. If I'm not mistaken, it was 62. So he's had that record for 60 years. And But, Cream, you've had the scoring record, the scoring title, I mean, the, the all-time leading scorer, probably longer than anybody. Because they didn't have it very long. They started just started playing football, uh, basketball in, in the mid-50s. Yep. So by the time Will, Will was like 10 years in, Will had that record. No doubt. <laughs> Will, Will had it. And he only had it in hit. So he had it in, in late 60s, early 70s. He only had it for 14 years. Yep. Kareem broke, Kareem broke it in 84. Okay. So here we are. We're on the verge of, of something great, <clears throat> not only for the NBA, but, but certainly for Laker Nation right. because we have a LeBron, <clears throat> excuse me, as a Laker about to pass one of the all-time great Lakers. Right. So it's, it's in-house. It's going to be very uncomfortable, okay. Skip. All right. He, passed, he passed that record. And Kareem is there. It's going okay. to be That's uncomfortable. That's why. It shouldn't be.
there needs to be a mediation before he breaks this record. That's why Jeannie needs to get involved. Maybe magic. Somebody needs to go to Kareem and say, Kareem, you, you got to make this right. We, we need to get you and LeBron right. together. And, and the truth is he needs to apologize for some of the things that he said. He needs to make peace with LeBron. And it's more his – LeBron didn't take him on. He right. took on LeBron. Right. So – that there needs to be some intervention here by Genie slash Magic. Right. Anybody else? I, I no. think those would be the two key right. figures I here. Do. I agree. To get Kareem, who's a maybe very, Adam Silver. Maybe Adam Silver, because it's that big a deal. Yeah, yeah, it's good yeah. because he, uh, man, Adam's going to be there. Yes. Adam Silver's going to be there. It's good. And, I, and I, if I'm not mistaken, I think I think Walter Payton had passed by the time Emmett had broke the record. If I'm not yeah. mistaken, I almost think it was. But can you imagine? Walter being critical of some of the things that Emmett has done and say, well, you know, his running style. I mean, Emmett runs out of bounds. He didn't take the licks that I take, and he he did this, and he took him 16, 17 years to break the record. It only took me this many years. To... Come on, bro. Eat. No. Bro, you had the record. It, no. it, hey, my favorite record was mine until they got broken. It happens, Skip. You play. You broke somebody's record. Hell, Ozzy was on the field. He was my boss at the time, Skip, but he was on the field. Hey, boy, I'm proud of you. Yep. Congratulations. Yep. Given what you given where you came from, a seventh-round draft pick, and now you're the all-time leading for the tight end. Yep. Very congratulatory. Hey, if I'd have been hey, Tony, congratulations, bro. Gates, Witten, any of these guys. No, come I, on, I, man. I got it. When I, be... Hey, when I saw LeBron, the, the, the video we yeah. just saw, what we heard him say, it was so chilly. No relationship. I have no relationship. Yeah. That's just Ain't wrong. no thoughts either. That's no... It, you, you, you can't have that. Right. It it, it 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 feels wrong. It smells wrong. It tastes yeah, wrong. Yeah, you're not going to keep criticizing me. Hey. And think I, and I, cause for the longest time, Skip, how many times have people said things about LeBron and LeBron just turned the other cheek? He just smiled. Yeah. <laughs> what did he say? Oh, okay. okay. He okay. just keeps turning the other cheek. And what happens is you keep turning the other cheek and people keep slapping the hell up at you. Mm. And LeBron says, you know what? Let me put a stop to this right now. No relationship. Uh, uh, have you given any thoughts? No, and no relationship. Okay. W which is why this has to change. And I believe somebody will make it happen because Kareem is a, a very wise man. Right. And in the end, I, he, he tried to backtrack on one of these right. salvos yeah. mm -hmm. that he unleashed in a somebody, Skip, somebody breaking your record doesn't change what you did. You did that. You got those MVPs. You were the all-time. I mean, somebody getting, you know, four or five, winning more Oscars than Denzel. That doesn't take away from Denzel's greatness. No. That doesn't take away from Kareem's greatness. Kareem, at one point in time, you were the all-time leading scorer. At some point in time, everybody had a Somebody had a record. If you played a sport, somebody had the record. Gretzky broke someone's record. Maybe uh, Alexander Ovechkin going to break his record. All-time goals. Okay, it happens. But can you imagine Gretzky talking about me? Man, but he ain't got any minutes Stanley Cups. I mean, the way he did it, he didn't do it like I did. And he didn't take a stand on this. And he didn't say, come on, man. Man, these, these guys, man, but y'all be taking these records. Is that what y'all are? Are y'all so caught up in these numbers and these records that you, like, you forget the, the human element and the relationship side of it? Right. That you're really to take a shot at somebody because they're about to pass you. If Kareem had taken a legitimate shot, I'd say, well, okay, you got me. But these aren't legitimate. Yeah. This is cheap shot. This is below the belt. This is just wrong. He's out of bounds with what he's saying. Yeah. Kareem started getting out of bounds when LeBron started getting real close That's to that record. Correct. I agree. Records are meant to be broken. It's yeah. just the way it is.
And the way it is in Carolina is one in three. <laughs> that move, Baker Mayfield in the offseason. Baker, Baker, now Baker, is being Baker, forced Baker. to address yeah, those offensive that was your issues, slogan. though. Skip. I need you to weigh in here. That's coming right up next, here right you. here on Undisputed. Shake it, bake. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp because your mental well-being matters. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Unlock the power of therapy with BetterHelp and witness the transformative benefits it brings to your life from gaining valuable insights into your thought patterns to building resilience in the face of challenges. Therapy empowers you to navigate life's twists with confidence. BetterHelp offers a convenient online platform. It's designed to be flexible, fitting seamlessly into your schedule. With a simple questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at no extra cost. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com. Dot com slash undisputed pod today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H E L P dot com slash undisputed pod. Your mental health journey begins here. All right, over in Carolina, Baker Mayfield and the Panthers one and three to start this season. Head coach Matt Rule said Monday that, quote, we played good defense, but people want to see offense. They want to be entertained. I get it. Shannon, Skip's got us. He's going to explain. So you first. Did you like or have a problem with what Matt Rule said there? I love what he said. Mm. I know my counterpart told me that if Baker Mayfield starts opening day, Mm. they're going to make the playoffs. Mm. He's so much better than Sam Darnold. The Hall of Famer told me that Sam Darnold, now, Skip Bayless, at the beginning of the year, at, uh, before they got Baker Mayfield, they were the 32nd in the power ranking. They're 32nd. Where they are in the power ranking right now, mm. Skip? 32nd. Mm. An offense, they're dead last in total yards. They're dead last in, on third down. Tied for last in offensive touchdowns. 30th in passes. Second fewest offensive points scored. Mm. And with Baker Mayfield. Now, they got, they got people thinking DJ Moore can't play. DJ Moore legit. Mm. He legit. Got my, got my, my nephew Christian McCaffrey out there. Man, he can't. He ain't what he. Yes, he is. Mm. That guy that's that quarterback ain't what mm. he fooled to be. Mm. Ain't what the elephant left on the showground after mm. eating 400 pounds of peanut. Mm. And we know what that is. Mm. Anybody, and I told you, Skip Bayless, and I've been trying to tell everybody that will listen, mm. he's not exponentially better than Sam Darnold. Mm. If he is better than Sam Darnold, it's marginal mm. at best. Sam as a matter Darnold. of fact, yeah, as a matter of fact, he might be margarine. And you know, they don't advise you to cook with margarine. They say either butter or nothing. Mm. So he might be margarine. Forget marginal, margarine. Mm. You ought to be ashamed of yourself. Mm. Baker Mayfield has a 15 QBR. Mm. He's 11 points below what Justin Fields is. So that man need to have about three 90s just to get out of last place. Mm. What's the likelihood of that happening? 
Baker Mayfield doesn't change anybody's life. Mm. Carolina Panthers are starting that. There's a reason why Baker Mayfield was still available mm. when the Carolina Panthers bit the bullet and signed him. There's an absolute reason. Mm. And you're seeing the reason unfold before your very eyes. Mm. In the words of most magicians, voila. A <laughs> la mm. peanut butter sandwiches. Mm. Make it happen, Skip. Mm. You finished? I'm done. I am happy for you because for the first time in the history of this show, the six-year history of this show, it finally appears, though it's still early, but it appears you finally got one right when it came to evaluating quarterbacks because you've never gotten one I right I got my homeboy right. You, you, did, you jumped on the bandwagon when you saw it, and, and he had, by the way, last year, his career-worst stats across the board and lost a home AFC championship game again, this time to up-and-coming Joe Burrow. He's the first one to ever lose a all-player game. he stunk in that game because he stinks when it comes to any discipline at playing the position of quarterback. You got my homeboy? I guess you can have my homeboy. Got him. But did you see him coming? We had him on the show before the draft. Right. And I don't remember you saying one word about Somebody should trade up for this young man no. because you didn't see it coming because nobody did. No, I just see, okay. need to see one game, okay. and I saw right. it. I saw a bunch of games of Baker and know he wasn't it. Okay, well, that's not true because you saw seven games that he won as a rookie in Cleveland for a team that was 0-16 the year before. And as Mike Florio wrote yesterday, Baker Mayfield entered the league in 2018 with extreme bravado and the ability to back it up. Well, he did. He backed it up. It's hard to win seven games as a rookie for a team that was winless the year before and also won and 15 the year before that. No, Baker Mayfield, Baker Mayfield entered the NFL with extreme bravado coming from Oklahoma with the exceptional Ohio State. He walked on the field and with the best team in football. Mm -hmm. Every time he stepped on the field with the exception of Ohio State and mm -hmm. Alabama, he had the best team. Now he doesn't have the best team. He can't make anybody better. Really? Huh, that's interesting. Because Urban Meyer, for whom I have great respect, yeah. college football coach, he said Baker Mayfield played the single best game at quarterback anybody's ever played against him in college football. That was the quote from Urban oh, wait, Meyer. Wait, 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 we do it quotes. Interesting. You know, Art Russell was the defensive coordinator of the 1990 Georgia National Championship team. Mm -hmm. He was the head coach of Georgia Southern. He walked off the field and gave me a victory cigar, mm -hmm. although they beat us 35-14. Okay, nobody no, cares. He said I was the greatest football player he had ever seen. Okay. And he was on the staff with Herschel Walker. Okay. So we're going to talk about what coaches say. Can you back it up right now? Okay, so what just happened, we saw Baker Mayfield choose to go to a team that lost its last seven games last year and fell to number 32, as you point out, in the offseason power rankings. He took an almost $5 million hit to go to that team because he wanted to actually try to walk on again the way he had done at Texas Tech and Oklahoma where he won the Heisman Trophy and try to turn around the Carolina Panthers. And by the way, before I, I neglected to say, once upon a time, Shannon Sharp loved Baker Mayfield because to start his sophomore year in the National Football League, there was Sunday after I mean, Monday after Monday after big Sunday games. You're over there saying, shake and bake, baby. You were trying to co-opt the bandwagon. Yeah, you were trying yeah. to take it over from me because you were sold on Baker Mayfield yeah, just, because he can back it up. I realized she okay. wasn't right for me. All right. So the point is that what wasn't right for Baker, what I criticized from the start was the progressive commercials did him in in Cleveland because they were so relentless, progressive based in Cleveland, and they, they thought Baker was the it kid 
fine. So they, they based their whole ad campaign, it felt like, around Baker Mayfield. And? And the target got bigger and bigger on, it, on his back because players like Shannon Sharp are saying, hey, hey, why you, he's why not you all that. Me? It's Baker's house. Let's go to Baker's house and close it down. Yeah. Let's just run him right out of his own house, okay. right? You said the progressive mm -hmm. commercial what ruined him in Cleveland. Yeah. He got no commercials now. Okay, well, Heisman got, House. You know, they about to kick him out of the Heisman House. I don't think they're about to kick him out of the Heisman you, House. You know what? Every one of those new commercials I see, he becomes the star of every one. Yeah, they about to kick him out. He's still the it kid. And then what did me in? And I told you, I first guessed this when when he tries to market a T-shirt before the first game I told against his ex team. I said, I do not love this because mm -hmm. the T-shirt said, I'm unleashed mm -hmm. now, right? Yeah. <clears throat> Stefanski had me on the leash. Yeah. It was Stefanski's fault. Now you see why. Okay. <laughs> now yeah. you see why he had him on the leash. And then, obviously, a whole lot of this has to do with you being such a big Odell Beckham Jr. fan. They you know him. You love him. He's like a son to you. They got nothing to do with Odell. And you had to blame somebody for Odell's I... failure in Cleveland, so it had to be Baker's yeah. fault when, in fact, it was co-fault. They do, both were not very good. Every time I bring up Baker Mayfield, I never mention Odell. Mm. You do. You trying to fight. You trying to fight. A re okay. Right. Now I want you to blame DJ Moore. Mm. I want you to blame DJ Moore. You got mm. to blame somebody. Okay. So in game number one, I thought they have a chance, but they have to win game number one. And I bet you a bunch of cases of do that they would because I thought it was perfectly positioned for Baker to fresh start and to get off hot. He's a front runner in a good way, but he needs some front to run with. And all he did in the fourth quarter was throw for 155 yards against the Cleveland Browns, who had dumped him unceremoniously in favor of a quarterback I love, Deshaun Watson, on the field. I love him, not so much off. But the point is that he throws for 155 in the fourth quarter and puts them ahead 24 to 23. And the kid from LSU, the rookie kicker, manages to make a 58-yard field goal that should have been 68 because of an it. uncalled intentional grounding. He would not have made it from 68. That would have been the record, and he wouldn't have made it. And if he didn't make it, then Baker gets off hot because they would have wreaked revenge on the Cleveland Browns, and here they would have gone. So now they've lost... What are we up to? Nine out of ten games. And now Matt Rule is starting to slide into the sunset here like, oh, my God, I got to point a finger at Baker. Uh, that, 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 that's what you do. You, you know what? I'll tell you, for a fact, for a fact, Baker Mayfield is better at playing quarterback than Matt Rule is at coaching professional football. No, he's not. That is the truth. Man. This is a clown show. It was from the start. You have little to no respect for Ben McAdoo with his cheesecake factory menus. Ben McAdoo did call, call yeah. an offense that went to the playoff one yeah, year. Now, did they didn't do much. They, once they got yeah, to the playoff, but he, he did that. Did he really? He did that. Well, this is a disaster. And Baker's being dragged right down into the mud with this disaster. He's dragging them down. Under Matt Rule, they are 5-14 and 14 at home. And listen to this stat. There's been at least a different offensive coordinator, quarterback, offensive line coach, or left tackle in all of those 14 losses. That means it's just a revolving door of clown show yeah. in Carolina. When you got that kind of quarterback, it's going to be a revolving door yeah, really, in Carolina. Uh, interesting. So you got me on the run because I'm seeing a Baker Mayfield certainly against Arizona. He is losing his confidence. It's I thought he didn't lose no confidence. No. Remember they, remember they said that the other day? Baker Mayfield won't. Oh, Kyler Murray said that. The one thing I know about Baker Mayfield, he won't lose no confidence. And you say, you know what, Shannon? Mm. He right. He won't lose any confidence on the, in the, on the field.
Yeah, well, he's losing it right before your very sure eyes because for the first time in his career, I'd never seen anything like. Every time I looked up Sunday, he was getting another ball battered at the line of scrimmage. Yeah. That's not happened to him before, <laughs> yeah. and I don't know what's happened. Out of tips. I, I don't know why. I don't know if it's Arizona and J.J. Swat. They're just good at, at batting balls, tipping balls at the line of Coco scrimmage. Coco at Magic City don't get tips mm -hmm. like that. Really? <laughs> Yo, guy, at some point in time, I want to hear you say it. I want to get you on the record like you always do me. I want to get you on the record. Say it. Say it with okay. me. So Baker let's, let's quickly run through the history of the show, shall we? <laughs> so you, you've admitted to me that you were wrong about a Sam Darnold. You said he should go number one. I said no way on Sam Darnold. Both of them are bust. Right. You've admitted that you were wrong about walk it to him wins because you said he's the guy. And I said from day one, no, he's not. Didn't question? I say that? Can I ask you a question? Huh. Has, Dak ever, has Dak ever had a season mm. like the 2017 season that walk it to him had? Mm. Walk it to him about to be MVP. He was three games away from being MVP. What did you tell me just two days ago on the show? He, he's dead in he the water. He he's, a, he's a bust. He's, he's over and out. Okay. Then you were wrong about Tua because you said all through his Alabama days, oh, he's it. He's going to be the he, man in the yes. National Football League, and you've admitted you were wrong well, about Skip, that. He can't I stay told healthy. You, that's what I told you before the draft. He's too fragile, he's too small, and he just doesn't have enough arm to be a long-term answer in the National Football League. And I think Miami knows that as we speak, right here, right? right? He had his little burst early in the year, and he made some nice throws. He's got two fastest receivers in pro football. Yes. But I don't believe he's an answer. And then I first guessed Jalen Hurts on the day he was drafted. I said he will be better than Carson Wentz from day one. And you said no way. And I think you're still out on Jalen Hurts. I'm not, I, I'm I, not I, out on him, but I, okay. but I, but I, I need to see him continue. Yep. I'm not going to take four games. Now, they've done a great job surrounding him with talent. Mm -hmm. And he's done a great job of taking, uh, uh, taking advantage of the talent that's been surrounding him. But let's see this thing play out. But mm -hmm. I ain't. I ride on Baker. Mm. So 50, you, I, I've never said, hold on. How does a guy have a 15 QBR? Now, I've heard of 15 QBRs over a game. I got But it. over got four it. games, yeah. you got 15? So, have I ever piled on on any yes. of these guys I've yes. been about? Yes, no. you do. That's no. all you do. I just let Skip it go. Hold I just on. let it go. No, you don't. No, you don't. Because mm. every time you turn around, what do you do? You said Sam Darnold. You said Sam Darnold should the Hall of Famer. I'm not in the Hall of Fame. I'm just little old Skip. Well, you did say. <laughs> exactly. You did but say you, he should go number but, one. But I thought you don't pile on. Mm. No, I just remind. Okay. That's all I, do is remind. <laughs> I just reminded you. Okay. And Matt Rule has reminded you. I, I'm going to remind you there are still 13 games left in this season. He got 13 more opportunities to look like trash. 13 more opportunities. Here we go. It'll big T. Big yeah. R. Huh. Big A. Really? Big S. Okay. Big H. Here we go. Trash. Huh. <laughs> 13 <laughs> more opportunities. W. And we'll see. We'll see. He's okay. stuck with Matt Rule. Oh, no, he's stuck. Ben McAdoo. He walked on. And Just by like the way, he did speaking it. of pass protection, that Equanu that they took fourth overall, he and half the players so far that Tyler Smith is for my Dallas Cowboys, and to their credit, they took him 24th whoa, overall. Whoa, 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 whoa. 24th? Whoa, time Every time I look up, Aquanu's chasing somebody who's chasing Baker. Uh, That's what's happening. Every time I, I look up. I tried to That's the same thing that Sam Darnold, and he didn't have uh, uh, he didn't have uh, uh, C-Mac last year. Yeah. And you didn't make any excuses. I told you the offensive line was terrible, mm. but they upgraded it. Okay. Duke, there it is. Okay. I, I need you to gloat. I'm not going to I take no satisfaction in this. I want you to know I take no satisfaction in this. Let's see what happens. I take yep. no satisfaction yep. in this. Okay. None. Zero. Guys. Next. That next opportunity for the Panthers comes this weekend at home when the 49ers come <laughs> calling. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
Nick Bones about to have Brett to break Derek Thomas' record. Yeah, that's gonna be a big one. <laughs> Nick Thomas, Nick Bones about right, to break Derek Thomas' record. guys, I got no. <laughs> Let's talk about KD. Is he clearly the best small forward no. in the league over no. LeBron? Big I can't wait though. to hear you two debate this one. That's coming up on the other side of this break. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Guys, the new NBA GM survey came out yesterday. Guess who's the best small forward in the league, supposedly, with 45% of the vote? It's KD. All right, Shannon. LeBron, fourth, receiving just 10%. We know you ride with him. How big of a problem do you have with this? Survey? I got a big problem with it. I do believe that Kevin Durant and LeBron James are the two best small forwards in the basketball. And maybe when KD is all said and done, KD can be number two. Uh, right now, I got Larry Bird as the second-best small forward of all time behind LeBron. But I got a big problem with this. And even in year 20, and I understand LeBron is in year 20, he's not as athletic as he once was. Um, he doesn't play both ends of the court, court as well as he once did. But I still would take him over Kevin Durant because I just believe he can do things Kevin Durant can't do. Now, Kevin Durant can shoot the three ball. He's better from the mid-range. But that's not the only thing that goes into it. They both score 30 a night. LeBron is a better rebounder. LeBron is a better facilitator, and at this juncture, LeBron still can play defense at a high level, although he doesn't play it for the duration of the game like he once could. He doesn't sit in the chair for, you know, 25, 30 minutes a night like he once did when he was in his prime. But I still believe that LeBron James is the best small forward in basketball. What's blasphemous and just outrageous is that you got him ranked behind Jason Tatum and Luka, who doesn't even play small forward. Luka is a point guard. They listed Luka. Luka doesn't play any two. Even when Jalen Brunson was there and on the court, Brunson was the two guard. Mm. Luka is the point. That's just outrageous. This is, I mean, I mean, at some point in time, y'all just, just keep trying to find ways to disrespect greatness mm. instead of appreciating it. Mm. Respect it. We're talking about NBA GMs. Yeah. Not me. NBA GMs, right? Yeah, how many of them done one title? Uh. My guy do a better job of putting the team together than they do. Wait a second. What about Westbrook? Wait, I'm sure they got a bunch of busts on their team, too, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> now, he was voted the second-best power forward behind Giannis. Okay. Mm. Had a head of KD. Okay, I get that. Giannis is the mm. best player in basketball. He got voted the best player in basketball, and you want to start a franchise, you start with him. But mm. I got a problem with this, Skip. I do believe Kevin Durant and LeBron are the two best small forwards, mm. but I just, I just got a problem with the order. And LeBron damn sure isn't the fourth-best small forward in basketball currently playing. Mm. That's a bull jive. So... NBA GMs, all of them, voted annual survey. Survey says KD gets 45% of the vote compared to 10% for LeBron. That's that's an avalanche. That's a runaway. I, the people in charge, the people in the know are the, saying, Shannon, it ain't close. The mere fact that they got Jason Tatum and Luka over LeBron should, <sighs> should disqualify everything else that they said. Really? Yes. You know that, Skip. I don't know that. And by the way, the guy who's most disrespected in this overall survey is Kevin Durant because of his disaster and debacle against Boston, the sweep in the first round. Oh, that happened. 
He's plummeted from like like even a year ago. Well, look, look at the top spot. The a year ago, the Nets were 72% of the votes to win it all, and now it's the Bucks getting 43%, and the Nets are way down the line, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. That's disrespect to Kevin Durant. Well, he and brought Kevin that upon. He brought the disrespect upon himself. He brought that. He brought Skip. He brought that drama. Remember that drama? Mm -hmm. that, that 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 drama that he doesn't like. Yeah, all I know about last year was Kevin Durant put up MVP LeBron numbers. didn't? Just didn't play enough games. Le LeBron didn't play enough games. Okay, then. Each of them averaged 30 points. Well, there it is. Kevin Durant's not a bad rebounder. He was at seven. LeBron was at eight. I'll give you that. But LeBron is the best passer in basketball still to this day. I, I sit over here and rave about him. <clears throat> Yet he averaged only six assists last year because he became a three-point shooter. No. Kevin Durant averaged a career-high six assists, so they tied in distributing the basketball. Yes. That's, that's phenomenally great for Kevin Durant. Okay, think about this. So what would have LeBron averaged if he was passing to, let's say, Kyrie, or he was passing the ball to, say, Seth Curry, mm. as opposed to passing it to Russ and some of the other guys that were bricking the ball? Mm. A.D.? A.D. was hurt. A.D. was there like 10 games. Mm. Me and AD, A.D. played like 30 games more than me. All I know is this boils down to one simple fact. Kevin Durant can flat out shoot it, and LeBron can't. It's period, end so of me, story. So, so That's question. what the GMs know. So how, he can shoot, he can't. So how, I want the guy who so can how shoot did, So how did LeBron average 30? Mm. He can't shoot. Still so the how did ball go in the basket? Greatest driver of the basketball okay. ever. So he can still do that at 6'9", 260 so, pounds, can, whatever. Can, can I, can ambidextrous I, at the rim. Yeah, say that. With, but here's the, my argument. Here's my argument back to you. Mm. When I say... Tom Brady can't do things that Patrick Mahomes. You said Tom doesn't have to do it because he can do it conventional. Well, I say to you, LeBron James doesn't have to shoot the ball from the three as well as KD. Mm. He doesn't have to shoot the ball from the mid-range as good as KD. As long as they're averaging 30, he's averaging 30 just like KD. Uh, bogus argument because LeBron handicaps his team with taking and missing so many free throws and so many three-point shots because Kevin, career high last year, 91% from the free throw line. For a, <coughs> excuse me, a seven-footer, that is phenomenal. What, well, it would have helped if he got shooting. to the free throw line against Boston. Mm. Why, why, so why did he shoot against Boston from the free throw line? LeBron last year was 76% from the free throw line. It's, it's good for LeBron and pathetic overall. It's unacceptable. It, it's egregious that a superstar would shoot 76% from the free throw line. It's why he should have been in the off-season lab working on his free-throw shooting. We'll see if he did. I, I doubt he ever has. Whatever. But the point is that Kevin Durant is one of the best, if not the best, mid-range jump shooter I've ever seen, and I think most people is, have okay, ever seen. Okay, but here's the thing. You got, you got the best mid-range or, or mid-range or three-point shooter. I got the best player. Mm. I mean, I, LeBron James, Le LeBron, I mean, that's like to say the quarterback. He's the best deep ball thrower ever. Okay, Tom Brady's the best quarterback. Mm. So which would you rather be, the best quarterback of all time or the best deep ball thrower of all time? Okay, what's the biggest most important part of an NBA player's arsenal is shooting the basketball. No. It's it. It's scoring the basketball. Oh, okay. It's scoring the basketball. Mm -hmm. And nobody has been able to score the ball at the level my guy has for as long as he has. So That's why 18 straight years, 25 plus. Here's what LeBron James did to his team last year. This is a big reason they won 33 and lost 49. He took the 15th most threes in the league last year he ranked 93rd in three-point percentage makes. 
93rd in the league. Kevin was a little better at 38% to LeBron's 36%. But well, look, hold on. Kevin no, 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 no. The way you framing it, that Kevin Durant is shooting 47% from the three. You mean to tell me he's only two points better than LeBron? Okay, but here's the point. There are a lot of people in between there, a lot of shooters in between 36 and 38 because Kevin ranked 52nd overall in three-point shooting. LeBron is 93rd, so that's 40 notches higher whoa, whoa, whoa. for Kevin because guess what Kevin did? Would you believe he took or attempted only the 72nd most threes in the league? LeBron was 15th. Do the math on that. LeBron is killing his team because he's missing so many more threes. I, I would have thought Durant. the way you was explaining Kevin Durant is at least top 10 in three-point percentage. Well, that was actually low for him because he's a 40% three-point shooter. You know it. Whoa, whoa. I know so, it. so he was down mm -hmm. in some numbers, and he was still and better? Still much better than LeBron. And LeBron was, was up. He was 40 rungs better. LeBron on. was up. Yeah. He was 40 rungs better, and LeBron averaged more points, LeBron, averaged 30 points. LeBron finished 93rd in the league in, in three-point shooting. So your guy shoot the By three? By the way, he finished 86th in free-throw shoot. 86? Your guy, your, guy, your guy shoot the mid-range better, huh. the three better, the free-throw better, but somehow LeBron averaged huh. the same amount of points. And here's How the other problem. problem. Kevin just turned 34 last week, and LeBron's on his way. 38. To 38. He's on his way yeah. toward 38 on December 30th. You do realize so, that when LeBron was 34, there was not a question who was the best small forward. Mm. There was no, there was like well, 80%. There was on this side. Of no, the there table. wasn't. Uh. No, 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 no. Let this sink in for a second. The man is in his 20th season. In the mere fact that people think he's still top five, although I disagree, I think he's number one. You name the player since mm. they've been doing these rankings. That you remember how Kobe said y'all were some idiots when y'all ranked him what they, what they yeah. ranked him. Mm -hmm. This man is top five. He, he, uh, I think ESPN had a point. They say he was the sixth best. Really? Had Kevin Durant ranked behind him. Huh. And that, huh? Well, speaking of when LeBron was 34, we could hark back to like 2017. Ah, no, 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 huh. no, 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 no. When wait, he was 34. Well, no, no. Wait, what happened in the NBA Finals in 2017? Oh, well, Kevin Durant saved the day oh, for Golden my, State. Kevin that. Durant was the MVP of the 2017 Finals and repeated it as the MVP do, of 2018. When LeBron was 34, he was winning the NBA Finals. He was Finals oh. MVP. At the age of right four, age of 34. Hmm. First team All-NBA. Do you remember Finals what happened MVP. in LeBron's house in game three of 2017? I remember what happened to Kevin Remember those shots that Kevin made right in his grill? I remember, this, I remember the same shot that, that uh, uh, Steph Curry made uh, in his house when he was do down 3-1 in Kevin Durant's grill. Do you remember what Steph had to do? He had to crawl all the way across country to beg Kevin Durant to come and save his legacy against LeBron, which he did. You Kevin do, said, I got you. you do know, I'll come. I'll be MVP in 2017 and 2018, and Golden State will be right again. How many, how many did, did, did Kevin Durant pull on his location, mm. on his app? Mm. So he had to tell him where he was. Yeah. Why you do that? Yeah. Uh, he wanted it. He mm. wanted it known. Mm. He wanted He needed them. Skip, I'm not saying Kevin Durant didn't do what you're saying, mm. but this notion that KD didn't need Golden State as much as they needed him is just not true. Mm. Sometime a marriage, it is supposed to be like this. Mm. It works for both parties. Does it? Yeah. Oh. I'm not just getting married because I want to get married. I'm just, she's not just getting married because she wants to say that she's married. Yep, you're Sometimes right. it works for both parties. Kevin said, I want the heat. I want the pressure. I want, I want the NBA world to say, okay, you're on, Kevin. I want the, I want, I the, want the culture. I want the great leadership of Steph, Clay, and Draymond. And I just want to be able to sit back in the back. So if things go around, they don't blame me. Mm. Guess what? Who is the difference maker in 2017 and 2018? Anybody will tell you 
It was Kevin Durant, oh, the, the seven-foot monster. So, so what was he in 2021? Why can't mm. he be a difference maker last year? Mm. Steph Curry was a difference maker. Now, Steph got two without KD. How many championships does KD have without Stephen Curry? Stephen Wardell Curry, how many titles? Mm. You know what happened last year? Yeah, I know what Just happened. Just the way LeBron was handicapped by Westbrook, nah. Kevin Durant was handicapped by Kyrie in his I won't get vaccinated mm -hmm. stance. Whoa, 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 whoa. Mm -hmm. If I'm not mistaken, I could have so, swore I saw Kyrie Irving. Guys, did y'all see Kyrie Irving on the court for those four games against Boston? Maybe I got to go get me a new TV. Damn. Mm -hmm. But, you know, they just had the, uh, the electronic convention out in Vegas. Mm -hmm. It's coming up. I'm mm -hmm. going to go out there and see the new flat panel TV. Because really? my TV my TV glitching again. Because really? I could have swore I saw Kyrie Irving really? get swept alongside really? KD. Well, you didn't see much during the regular season, did you? I'm talking about the playoffs. Mm -hmm. You told me to play regular season don't matter. Was you Kevin, told me it's about playoffs. As Kevin told, who was it, Mike James, before the playoffs started, we're done. He should be disqualified. Yeah. Yep. Let LeBron... Okay, I can just imagine. We are done. No, no, no. I can, I can imagine what Skip Bayless would say mm -hmm. if somebody, if a call got out that LeBron before the playoffs said, we're done. Well, I can just imagine guess what, what this man would have said. LeBron didn't have to say we're done because they were done because they missed the play-in tournament. And you were missed done. The Who picked that? Who picked that? Wow. Who said your Boston Celtics is going to beat the brakes off you? Uh, the guy over here uh, and got some cases off of you uh, and going to get some more, too. Until the finals when I got them all back. Hold on, Skip. Yeah. You, you got them back when? Mm, finals. It, well, I, I thought I thought 72% say the, the Brooklyn Nets are going to win it. Mm-hmm. Shannon, I'm sorry to tell you, but 45% right now say Kevin Durant is the best small forward in basketball, and they are correct. They, they wrong. Yep. Day 10%? Wrong. Boy, LeBron is starting to fade into the sunset at 10%. Hey, the mere fact that he's getting votes in year 20 huh. is, is a testament to greatness. Really? But you and I both know he's not huh. the fourth. You and I both know he's not the fourth best small player. Oh, so Jason Tatum better than LeBron? I want to hear you say it. After you've been critical of this man all playoff long. So Jason Tatum is better than LeBron James. He is not. Okay. I give you that. <laughs> but you got to give me that Kevin Durant right, is better than What about Luca? You don't like table. Baby Bird? Well, he's not a small forward, so I didn't even get that. Gentlemen, a new season is upon us. Yeah. LeBron's next test comes tonight in a preseason showdown with the Suns. And then Go KD down. leads the Nets yeah, 12, tomorrow three and versus three. the Heat. Mm. Three and All right. Three. Yeah. Let's talk a little Cooper Rush. Skip, Let's. you got somebody on the national scene agreeing with you big time. Is Cooper Rush the saving grace for the Cowboys? Yep. Skip and Shannon's thoughts mm. coming up next. <laughs> Bob Sturm had a new article in The Athletic yesterday. In it, he said he feels that, quote, Cooper Rush has saved the Cowboys season and should be positioned as a hero. He's been prepared, smart, on time. He has done very, very well and should be incredibly proud of his performance. So should the franchise, as it has clearly trained a guy to go in there and be virtually mistake-free and keep the team in a position to win. That's pretty high praise. Shannon, on a scale of 1 to 10, how amazing is what Cooper Rush has done in your eyes? It's not amazing at all to me because Cooper Rush is not going out there winning these games. He's just making sure they don't lose them. The defenses are winning these games. He's not throwing for 300 yards and three touchdowns. He has yet to throw for more than 235 yards in a game. He's only been sacked twice in the three games in which he's played. I know a lot of quarterbacks. 
if you're not going to sack them, but twice in a three-game span, and they only have to throw for two, three, 235 or fewer yards in order to win, they can win a lot of that. Because now, the, you know that the likelihood of me having to get in a shootout and I have to play great for every, not a few throws, not a quarter, that I've got to be on my P's and Q's for the entirety of the ball game is a different than just say, you know what, if I can make two or three throws, I can stay out of harm's way, we can win these games. We should not, let's not get fooled, Skip, by him winning these games. Very favorable part of the schedule, mm -hmm. and he's just keeping the car in the middle of the road. He's got the car. He ain't even put the car in third gear yet. Mm. He got the car in first gear. He ain't accelerated. He ain't, woo, woo, mm. woo. He ain't done none of that. You don't have any stick. Yeah, I, I don't worry about it. I used to have a stick. All I got he, a stick shoe. <laughs> I, I do that. All he got is the first yeah. gear. Ooh. He ain't revved the engine or nothing. Really? Probably burned the clutch out if he had to get to it. He had to go to third or fourth gear. So, so, so you're a one on the amazing stick. Yes, yes, huh. yes. Winning, he's winning. And that's the only reason I gave him a one, because he's winning. Because I don't think he's been spectacular. Mm. He hasn't had to be. Really? I need someone to put him under the gun. Mm. I need someone to put him under that microscope. And let's see what he's made of. Mm. Interesting. You know, I could make the case right here, right now, that Cooper Rush has played the best four first games of a career in the history of the National Football Stop League. Stop it! Okay, help me out. Show me a better one. Patrick Mahomes. First four games. The Denver game, and you do realize, it's like, he threw for six touchdowns and almost 400 and 400 yards against the Pittsburgh Steelers in, mm. his, in his third game. So stop it. Stop this! What is wrong with you? Pat he, Mason he had, couldn't even make that case. He had Andy Reid. He had Tyreek. He had Kelsey. You said you he didn't He had say star power. He had green light. He got C.D. He got Ezekiel Elliott. He has Michael Gallup. Does he have Ezekiel Elliott? That's what you told me. Would you believe right here, right now, this season, my Dallas Cowboys are averaging only 4.0 yards per rush. That yeah. ranks 25th in the National Football League. That's pathetic. That will get you beaten and beaten and beaten. But it hasn't. Let that sink in for a second. Now, you tell me they're averaging four yards per rush, and it'll get you beaten and beaten and beaten, and they won their last, and they won their what, last two, last three ball games. So clearly. Lowly Washington, they averaged 2.1 yards per rush. Lowly. 2.1. Lowly. 2.1 yards per rush. That will get you beaten. And probably should have, would have, except Cooper Rush, in all four of his starts, has come up shockingly but off the radar clutch at the end of every game, every single game. He's done something late, at least in the fourth quarter of all four games, that pulled the game out Who of the do fire. It well, he, he did it against Joe Burrow. Who's no, no, no. Well, what about walking to him? So now, all of a sudden, you walk into, is walking to him any good? Well, you, you, just you told me he was great. Don't tell me what I told you. I want to hear what Skip Bayless is. Here's what I'm telling you. Would you believe that Against Washington, my defense allowed 142 rush yards. So Cooper Rush has no rush to back him up on offense, while Cooper's defense is allowing rush, rush, rush right down their throat. They're not allowing the points, yeah. points, points, huh. points, 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 what gets you beat. We now rank 27th in the NFL in yards rushing allowed per play. Where you 27. Ranking? What about scoring defense? Ooh, Where are you ranking scoring defense? We're good. That, 
We are bending, but we're not breaking Definitely so far. But how long does bend but don't break work in the National Football League? It, it, when does the dam break? How many fingers can you put in all the leaks until you run out of fingers and all of a sudden you get flooded? Well, 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 well let's see when the, la when the dam does break mm -hmm. and the levee overflows. Yeah. Let's see if Cooper Rush. Mm. Let's see with Cooper see if he Rush. Drowns. He just might because he's not getting backed up. Uh, wait a minute. Is the defense just on a parade of takeaways? Are they propping up old Cooper by taking the ball? No, they've got four total in four games. That ranks 21st in the league. But 21st? Yeah. They led last year. They're number one for Dak last year. Yeah. Number one? Even if you don't take the ball Woo! away, as long as you keep the opposing team out of the end zone or keep points off the board, wow. you're going to probably win the game. Huh. Would you believe that the Dallas Cowboys are tied with the Philadelphia Eagles for fewest giveaways in the whole league? Yeah. That goes on Cooper Rush's resume because he's not yet thrown an interception in three starts this year. Right. He's not yet been sack fumbled one time. Right, Skip, the man's only been sacked twice. Huh, you know what? That means you're getting rid of the ball quickly and correctly. That's how you beat the sacks. I can't tell you how many times I'm like shell-shocked because it looks like he's got a free rusher right in his face and he delivers right on time, right in the teeth of the fire and hits somebody right in the hands for a first down. He's done it again and again and again. He's got a little bit of mobility, but he's got a whole lot of savvy. He knows where they're coming from and he's getting the ball out at the right time to the right person. The recipe for winning ball games, play bad teams and not turn the ball over. Mm. Okay. You're playing bad teams and you hadn't turned the ball over. The Giants are three and one as we speak. Giants making the playoffs. Whoo, Say it right now. That defense called the, the Hall of Famer told me defense is much improved. Are they going to make the playoffs? Yes or no? I hope not because they're in my division and I'm afraid we're going to have to be the wild card team because it looks like Philly is about to run away and hide in the NFC East. Well, they got something for y'all. They got something for y'all next week. Well, they probably do. I, I do not disagree. Cooper Rush, to Bob Sturm's point, has saved the season. That's not an overstatement. He should be positioned as a hero because he flat out saved it because it's hard when you're 28 years of age to get thrown into the fire with the whole world saying Dallas is dead. And what I do love about Cooper Rush, no matter what he's done, come up clutch, Cooper clutch, all four times, the world is still sleeping on Cooper Rush because nobody has any respect for him. I keep hearing on national shows that – that he just held it down until that's back. all he did. Held it down. Held it down. He lifted it he up. Didn't lift nothing. Lifted it up. He did the same thing Brock Osweiler did when Peyton was out. Huh. The defense played outstanding. You should know this firsthand. It's kind of like the guy Tim Tebow mm. winning the game. Winning the game uh, uh, nine to seven. Is it like Tim Tebow? Yeah. Are you saying that Cooper Rush isn't a better thrower than Tim Tebow? I'm, I'm saying huh. is that when you don't ask him to do a whole lot, he makes a few throws in the game. Mm. But when they when when Detroit scored 35 or when uh, New England scored all those points, he couldn't keep up. So I'm anxious to see when a team can score points and your defense will have a bad day. Mm -hmm. I've never seen a defense, no matter how historically great they've been throughout the course of the year, not have a bad. 85 Bears had, remember when the 85 Bears, when they played Miami on that Monday Do night? I? And Dan Marino lit them up? I won some money on that Okay, game. so yeah. I'm, that day's going to come. And I'm going to see if Cooper Rush. The, the, my defense got lit up by Washington, by walking to him. They got Ten lit points. up. They got lit up. They gave up 10 okay, points. It's called bending, bending, bending. Don't break. It's Don't called break. score, 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 it, which they didn't it's give. It's called 0 for whatever they were in the red zone. That's what it was. Yes. Yep. And th Skip, as long as you keep a team out of the end zone, 
That's all that matters. All that yardage doesn't mean anything. Mm. Then I read the rest of Bob Stern's piece, and he said, well, the, the truth is they've been shocking people. They've been tricking people because they've been play action throwing deep on first down when you don't expect Cooper Rush to do that. By the way, he throws a sweet deep ball. He's got plenty oh, of arm. Goodness. He just does. But, but I'm thinking against Washington, boy, all these big throws. That, there were two third down throws to Michael Gallup in that drive that took the game back from seven to six back in their favor. They were big third down plays. And the throw to CeeDee for the 30-yard touchdown was a second down play. So I, I just don't know. It seems like every time push comes to shove, Cooper Rush lifts them up instead of holding it down. If, so how would you think huh. Cooper Rush would play it fair against a defense like the Cowboys? Mm, I don't know. How about the defense like the Rams? You love the Rams, Steve. You picked them to win the Super Bowl. Uh, they, skip. That they should let, embarrass let, and expose Cooper Rush. Let me ask you a question. You, you let, told me he's going to skip. get exposed as a fraud of an undrafted can, free Can I ask you a question? Am I the only one that's surprised that the Rams are playing as bad as they have they've been playing both on both sides of the ball? No. Mm. They haven't been good. Mm. Well, so, but they're all there, right? Yes. Except for Von Miller. Yes. Right? Is he the, was he the difference maker? Did he make Aaron Donald a Super Bowl winner? Well, what happened was is that you doubled Aaron Donald, Von got one-on-one. Right now, no one else is consistently winning against one-on-one. Mm -hmm. Not Gaines, not Leonard Floyd. Leonard Floyd had zero sacks, three hits in four games. That's not what you pay a guy $14, 15000000 million. Leonard Floyd has to be mm -hmm. better. Well, I'm afraid the Rams are going to get real healthy on my defense the way it's been playing. It is torturable. What, the defense? Yeah. Your defense is torturable. It is. They've just been hanging in and hanging on. What you mean torturable, Skip? They give it up. They get... Hold on. Time out. Maybe I need to... They've given up 20, uh, and, and Cooper Rush's starts, they gave up 16 points. Uh, they we, gave we up 17, 16, I told you 10. they're bending, 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 but Skip, not breaking. 16 points is not bending. 10 points is not bending. 30 points is no, bending. No, they're, they're not breaking. That's what it is. It's not breaking. Skip, do you realize these numbers? If you give up what they're giving up, 14 points, you're going to be top five in scoring defense every year? 27th in rush yards allowed? 27th? How are you doing that? How are you holding teams that low when, when you're – Near the bottom, last, rush last, team, last team to run their way to the Super Bowl. Huh. Do you win? Do you do you win? Win Super Bowls with running the football now? Rams or might Thornton? get real healthy running the football. Watch what McVay does. He's going to run it down the. Well, he's, well, he's going to have to call the game of his life. Okay. Well, he's a boy genius. Maybe he'll be running up the tunnel. Uh, there you Sunday go. You got somebody. Yeah, you never forgave for no, running up and down. I won't. And he got you again. He yeah. went to your place. Yeah. You went. We'll see you again. Yeah. We'll see. He said, "Yeah, I'm gonna put foot in you again." Well, he did because of a defensive breakdown. Didn't have anything to do with Tom Brady. It did have something to do Maybe with Tom Brady. Maybe they should start Brady at safety. Maybe, I don't know. Brady got to have his own issues at quarterback. Skip, Let's play are one position you reverse at a time. jinxing this morning? Yes, he I tried. Don't put it past he think he's He think he's slick. <laughs> oh, they gonna get healthy on <laughs> us. We're bending but not breaking. I'm just telling you, I got the numbers. You back it up. Find yeah. out. Mm. <laughs> All right, guys. Please moving please on. Please. Up mm. next, game on the line. Who do you two have taking the winning shot? Easy. You know what is this? Easy. We're back in just a moment. So that NBA GM survey released yesterday that we were talking about also asked the question, which player would you want taking a shot with the game on the line? Steph comes in at number one with 55% of the vote. KD at two with 17%. And then Dame 
Number three, 14% of the vote. Shannon, do you agree? Hell no. Give me Dane or give me LeBron. It's ridiculous that LeBron James Le did wait, not... LeBron James? LeBron James did not get a vote. Steph actually hadn't had a whole lot of clutch shots in his playoff career. Skip. Thank he, you. He's only I've two... been trying to tell you that for years. Okay. Go ahead. But he's only 2 of 10 in the last 10 seconds of a playoff shot. Mm -hmm. And the last time on a game time or game winning shot, his last make was 2015. Mm -hmm. But here it is. In the last five seconds of a playoff game, game tying or go ahead shot, Dame Lillard is 30%. Steph Curry is 20%. Kevin Durant is 18%. Mm. LeBron James is 39% and he didn't get a vote. Mm. You see how the narrative is? Because LeBron, all these guys can shoot the ball better than LeBron. But when it comes to the playoffs, in the last ten, five seconds of a playoff game on a game tying or game ending shot, mm. LeBron James hand down is the best. Mm. That's I, I, you, all you want to talk about. He had a toenail on the line. Mm. Game-winning or game-time shots. So even with that, Kevin Durant is at 18%. LeBron James is two-time percentage is two times better in the playoffs. Do, do you know how many LeBron has missed and how many he has passed Skip. up? Skip. Do you know how many times he said, I had to Skip. make the right basketball play? Because you were scared to death okay. to take the shot so you should have taken. Was he scared in Orlando? In the bubble? And no, Orlando Magic, when he lost to the Magic, was he scared when he hit the game-winning shot? Yes or no? Which game? I don't even remember. Orlando Magic. Oh, you mean the game two that yes. shot heard around the world? Yes. And then he disappeared in game No, no, no. What, it, it was a catch-and-shoot on Turkaloo where he's got... Turkaloo just get up in his face yeah. and he just caught it and Skip. shot it and okay. went in. Oh, I'll give you that. Okay, okay. Was, he, was he scared against uh, Indiana? When he hit the shot, the three-point, another three-point shot. Mm -hmm. Was he scared against Chicago? Mm -hmm. Was he scared I, against? I give you Chicago. I always have. It was what about Toronto? Three. It was a, he got mad because David Black called the last play See, for Kyrie. All you, all every time the man does something and you try to defend it by saying it was a catch and shoot. You know, he didn't have to think about it. Well, Whoa. he got mad. Okay, Ray, Ray Allen saved his okay, legacy after question. he missed the tying so, so, three. So, so why none of these other guys Ooh. get mad? When the opportunity presents itself, why don't they get mad? Why don't they catch and shoot? Mm. The numbers say come clutch time. Mm. In the last five seconds of a playoff game, LeBron James is the best current player in NBA. But why would you even bring up Dame in this argument? Because Dame is the second at 30%, so I want Dame or LeBron taking the shot really? over Steph and KD. That's why. Do you, do you remember what the Clippers did to Dame in the bubble on a Saturday afternoon? Do you remember I, what I happened? Know what, I know what Dame did to OKC. Yeah. I know what Dame did to the Houston Rockets. Yeah, I know. He, he's got a couple of those. And that's all anybody – But I don't know if these GMs actually watch the games like I do. Clearly not. But – at the end of that game on a Saturday, it was a regular season game to finish off the season. Dame steps to the line with almost no time left, and he bricks both free throws. And do you remember what Pat Bev and Paul George were doing over on the side? Yeah. Dame time. Right. And then they're, bye, bye, right? right? They wouldn't do it to somebody they respected. Let's give that the they, they just wouldn't, trust yeah. me. If it was somebody who had made a bunch of late shots, but they knew it was all hype. That they knew he'd beaten Russell Westbrook with a late three. It's Russell Westbrook. He beat James did, Harden yeah, when okay, James Harden okay. was at his apex. Yeah, uh, I'm sorry. And then what happened in the gold medal game against France just two summers ago? 
when Kevin Durant saved their bacon. Dame goes to the free throw line late in the game to ice the game, and he misses both free throws. Don't give me he's Dame time. Yeah. Kevin said, give me the damn oh, ball, oh, oh, and I'll go down okay, there and make okay, them and, oh, and okay, end okay, this. Free throw. No, no, no. Yeah. It says clutch shots mm -hmm. or shots. Yeah, well, okay, is... not, okay, now give me Kevin Durant's moments. Mm -hmm. Give me Steph's moments in the last five seconds of a playoff game. That's what I want you to do. By See what way, you try since Damian came into the league, he has the worst postseason winning percentage in the skip, league at skip, is, please, skip. Playoff shit again. Yeah. You kind of tried to deflect. Now give me Kevin Durant. Give me Kevin Durant's well, percentage. I haven't finished on Dame. I, I look at, do, do you remember the, that the Western Conference Finals against the Warriors in 2019? He was horrendous in the fourth <laughs> quarter in overtime. Again. Shot five of 17. I just want you to give okay. me Kevin Durant. Okay, yeah. give me Kevin Durant. The last five seconds of a playoff game, game winning or game tie shot. Give me Kevin Durant's numbers. Okay, tell me yeah. when he take off. Okay, well, boy, he made a shot that, that should have won the game, and his toenail <laughs> was on the line, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah, well, LeBron he made got, that. LeBron got those. LeBron yeah. is at 39%. Kevin Durant is at 18%. Yeah. As long as I check, 39 is better than 18. Do, do, do you remember game one at Oracle of the 2018 finals? LeBron's having the shooting night see, of his life. See. He's he's finally <laughs> hot from outside the paint. You got nothing, huh? What do you mean I got, got nothing? nothing? I got this. I, I, do, do, we don't have enough show for me to the tell. Last five no, wait, I'm talking. The last I think five it's seconds. Much. Don't tell me I got nothing. I got way too much what? for you. What you got? It's game one at Oracle. He gets a switch. He gets little tiny Steph on him. He's red hot from outside. I've never seen him shoot it like this because he's a lousy shooter from outside. Everybody knows it. The stats scream. And he's got Steph at the free throw line. Just rise up and shoot. But you know what? He's calculating. Uh-oh, if I miss this, it's do or die because we are down one. And what does he do at the last second? I, I got to make he the right, I gotta make the a, right basketball play to George Hill, who couldn't make a shot to save his life in San Antonio. Still. And he puts George Hill instead of LeBron James on the free throw line, and he missed one. And then LeBron, because J.R. Smith loses track at the time, he goes over and pouts on the bench Skip. and won't even shoot Skip. for the first two you, and a half Skip. minutes. You just said overtime. stats back it up that yep. LeBron James mm -hmm. is a terrible, uh, terrible shooter. Mm -hmm. The stats back it up in the last five seconds of playoff games and game time and go-ahead mm -hmm. shots, LeBron James is better than Dan. Steph and KD. Mm -hmm. Now, one second, you love stats. Mm -hmm. Now, the other stats that says LeBron James is better than those three, mm -hmm. you don't like those. Yeah, but he's played so many playoff games, and there have been so many times. Remember the Kyle Korver play? LeBron, just shoot the basketball. You, you got Iguodala by yourself okay, in the how, lane, and at the last second, yeah, he kicks it out to Kyle Korver okay, in the okay, corner. Okay, let's just, just shoot it. Okay, let's just say for the sake of argument, just mm -hmm. for you and I having this discussion. Mm -hmm. Okay, I need you to give me plays. Mm -hmm. I need you to give me shots in which Kevin Durant hit shots mm -hmm. in the last five seconds of a go-ahead uh, 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 ball mm -hmm. game or the winning. I need to give you, just give me that. Okay. See, what you do is that you're knocking down Dame and, and LeBron, but not giving me anything that Kevin Durant's done. Well, I, you want me to give you Steph? You no. Know. Okay, they voted Steph as a runaway. Okay, in yes. And okay. I told you, go back and look at 2015. Look how he disappeared. Go look at 2016. That was, that was the last time he had one of those shots was in 2015. Who? Steph. Had one of what shots? A, a game-tying or game-winning shot in the last five seconds of football game. He wasn't even the MVP of the finals that year, but, uh, right? But skip. Okay. That's, skip. That's 20, my point. In 2016, in games four, five, um, five, six, and seven, he just disappeared skip. in the fourth quarter. He handed LeBron a, a ring. He gave it to him. Skip, my point is, is that because LeBron is not thought of as great a shooter as those guys, they, dis they discounted him when the numbers say in those moments he's better than all three of those guys. That's what the numbers say. Yeah, okay, I remember the shot against Ananobi where he's he gets behind the backboard and, and 
I, I don't think he was trying to kiss it off the back. Glass. And he, and he lucked it in. Glass. Okay, I give you that one. What's another one? Indiana. Okay, Indiana. They're, they're all complaining over what, what was a goaltend on uh, on LeBron. Victor. No, on Victor. LeBron. Yeah. They say LeBron yeah. goaltend. Okay, they, he goaltend, and they're all arguing with the ref, and he goes down the other end and makes a shot. No, no, no. Skip. After that point, after that point in time, no, you, you hey, you got to play basketball now. Ooh, okay. You got to play basketball. Right. He did that. Okay, well, I give you those two. Okay, what about Orlando? Okay. What I about Chicago? Orlando. It was a shot around the world, and then he just disappeared. <laughs> okay. He disappeared. He, he's played for like 25 years. Oh, the man, Skip, yeah. hey, ladies and gentlemen, Skip said the man disappeared. He averaged 38, 8, and 8, and Skip mm. said he disappeared. In which finals? Against, no, against Orlando when they lost in six. Hey, go look at what he did in four, five, and six because they lost all three right on schedule. Skip. That's what he did. Do you understand? Think about it. Do you understand how many points you got to score to average 38 points over six games? I, I just know I watched, and I, I couldn't see him. Uh, of course yeah, you couldn't. And they got blown off the floor. That, Skip, all three Dwight times. Howard was with the apex, and they shot him off the court. Mm -hmm. But LeBron James has nothing to hate. He's 38-8-8. Eight eight. Mm -hmm. I can live with that. Do you, do you realize since LeBron came into the league during regular seasons, nobody has missed more late and close shots than LeBron James? No. Do you realize from the free throw line Nobody's since, made more. since LeBron came into the league, Nobody's even close to how many late and close free throws that he has missed. Have, he is a disaster have anybody at the late game. Since he's come line. in, has anybody made more? Made more? Made more. I'm sure they have. I, I, I'm, sure they have yeah. I'm sure they haven't. I'm sure they haven't. The numbers say, since you're a stat guy, you love stats, the stats say LeBron James is head and shoulders above mm. anybody else currently playing in the NBA mm. in the last five seconds. Mm. That's what the numbers say. That's giving I could be wrong. Well, there was this guy named Jordan once upon a time. I love how fired he was up you two get. Mm. We're talking about Joe. Yeah. See? Well, we're talking about a goat. Up. The real goat. He, he big goat. Not the phony goat. <laughs> yeah, no, he ain't no phony goat. He real deal. All right, let's talk about some goats of this season anyway for the NFL. The Eagles, are they? Are they Ooh. far and away the best team in the league Ooh. since they're undefeated? Scary. Need to get you two's opinion. <laughs> Come on, Eagles. That's coming up when we return. Need you next week. <laughs> In the latest Fox Sports NFL Power Rankings, it's the Philadelphia Eagles coming in at number one. Philly is the only undefeated team left in the league. Back-to-back -back wins against Washington and Jacksonville. Jalen Hurts, ooh, he looks good. He has the highest passer grade in the league. That's according to Pro Football Focus. Shannon, how sold are you on this Eagles squad? Once again, they look really good. Uh, they are the only unbeaten team. Now, there's two last victories over Washington and Jacksonville, but Jacksonville might be a little better than we thought, although uh, um, the quarterback, uh, Trevor Lawrence, did not play well. He had four fumbles and an interception, so five turnovers uh, that, he, uh, that the Eagles were able to get against him. But I think they're the best right now. They're the best overall team as far as offense, defense, and special teams. Quarterbacks playing really, really well. Uh, not the, the, the highest completion percentage, but they can run the football. And when you can run the football play action pass, A.J. Brown has really opened up the playbook, has opened up the offense for Jalen Hurts. You have Devontae on one side. They have a lot of uh, Quez Watkins. They have a lot of, lot of receivers that can make plays for you. Dallas Goddard, who's a very good tight end, doesn't get the, doesn't get the, 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 the attention and the notoriety of his Kelsey or Kittles or Waller. But uh, he's, a, he's, a very, he's a very good tight end, Skip. Um, and so for, for me, I, I like what Jalen is doing. Um, he's going to have to continue it, Skip. Uh, four games is not enough. Is not enough for me, because I remember Patrick Mahomes won the MVP and lost in the playoffs, and they're like, "Well, can he win the big game?" Let that sink in. The man threw for five thousand. 
uh, 50 touchdowns, lost on a championship game, and he, which he didn't touch the ball in overtime, and people still have questions. So for me, I'm going to need to see Jalen Hurts do this for an extended period of time. He's going to have to do it come playoff time in order for me to be totally convinced. But I will give him this. I, I've seen maturation in his game. Mm. He's playing with a lot more confidence. He's throwing the football better. But right now, Skip, I'm going to have to say, yes, this is the best team in football right okay, now. Okay, so scale one to ten, you are house sold. I'll go seven. Seven. I'll go seven. And, and you're, you're not at a nine or a ten because of Jalen Hurts. Right. Correct? Mm hmm Okay. I tried to tell you so the whole offseason. You scoffed at me when I said the Eagles are now a little better than the Cowboys. On paper, they're definitely better. Mm hmm I told you before the season started, I'm looking at Philly's schedule. It's pretty easy. I said they're going to go 10-0, and that will include a victory over my Cowboys at their place on a Sunday night. Okay. That does not include beating my Cowboys in Dallas later in the year, obviously. So the point is, I think the skids are greased. I think they're going to win their first 10 games. And it's in large part because of Jalen Hurts, because there's not a better leader, gamer, winner, playmaker than Jalen Hurts. Intangibly, he's at the top of my list. But I knew that coming in. I first guessed it the day they picked him in the second round. I said, they just stole him. He will be better than Carson Wentz just because of his intangibles, not his tangibles. Yeah, leadership skills Car Carson are Carson Wentz is, is not a natural-born leader. He's got all kinds of ability at six, what is he, five, six, mm -hmm. five, six, two, forty. He's combine perfect, but Jalen Hurts is a face of the franchise leader in the weight room. He's, he's obviously a gym rat. He, he's everything you could want intangibly in a quarterback, and that team fights for him and dies for yeah. him. So when they fell behind 14-0, they showed me something because I think yeah. Jacksonville's got firepower, yeah. which is why I picked Jacksonville to be a wild card. Jacksonville fell apart under the onslaught that was Jalen Hurts because he no. just said no. No, the no. quarterback just kept no, dropping no, the ball. No, he no, kept no, putting no, the ball well, on I'm the just ground. saying they fell apart. But the, the point is, look at what Philly's doing. What, what's the most the, – the telltale season-deciding stat in pro football? What is it? It's plus-minus. Right, yeah, they're take taking the ball away. They're taking the ball away. They've taken it away ten times. They've only given it away two times. So right. they're plus-eight in turnovers mm – -hmm. Next on the list is Baltimore plus five, and I don't even know how Baltimore is plus five because they've blown two big leads. Mm -hmm. But the point is, you can see who they are. They're plus eight. That yep. should tell you everything. Yep. Pro Football Focus is grading Jalen Hurts not as the best quarterback, but as the best thrower of the foot, the best passer mm -hmm. is Jalen Hurts through four games. you, you got to give this young man – his props for, for committing to getting better. Oh, yeah, he yeah, did. yeah, yeah. He, he's been in the lab. He's been working he, on that. He, he works And you hard. can appreciate that. He, his father was his high school coach, and, and I love kids who come from high school. You just get it in your blood. You, you, right. you, you know how to play. You have a leg up on everybody when your dad was a coach. Right. So you can just see it in all the, the other players we see around the league. But in this case, they're legit they're a force to be reckoned with, and I only hope that my Cowboys can get even with them at Jerry World later in the season. I didn't want them to beat the brakes up y'all next week. Well, I don't worry about Jerry World when Jerry World happens, but I want them to beat the brakes. Okay. Well, I'm afraid. And I want to be Cooper I, I'm not even sure we have any brakes. Yeah, well, I want to be whatever it is, yeah. the wheels. I want them yeah. to beat the wheels off you. Okay. Well, it should work out that way. I hope it's Cooper Rush, too. Yeah. Do you? Yep. Okay. Well, 
you should hope that that gets thrown back in. No, 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 no. I want your guy to get exposed. Really? Okay. Well, you've predicted it. So I sure we'll did. Okay. I'll go happen, too. Predicted. And we got plenty of cases on this one, too. Cooper Rush is a fraud, says Shannon Sharp, the Hall of Can Fame. we get some cases on it already right now? On which? <laughs> Eagles, Cowboys next week. How many do I get? You don't get nothing. Huh? You get five cases yeah, if you win. They'll be like six or seven point dogs. It don't matter. Yep. You got Cooper Rush, remember? Well, let's he's see a, who he's, the quarterback he's is. He's slightly better throwing the ball than Dak. That's what you keep telling me. I didn't me. say that. You said that. That's what that. He's say. playing at a higher level. I will give okay, you guys an inside scouting report on these two because my NFL on Fox crew has them this weekend when they're in Phoenix facing the Arizona Cardinals. Ooh, and then maybe you the can cool shore up your yeah. bet after that information. <laughs> We're trying. All right, guys. NBA GMs are saying an L.A. team will indeed finish atop the West this season. But, Shannon, guess what? It is not your Lakers. Whatever. They're not even close. That's coming up next Whatever. on Undisputed. survey that came out yesterday it has the Clippers finishing the season at number one in the West with 48% of the vote Shannon your Lakers are supposed to finish eighth last year 80% picked the Lakers to win the West uh -huh. mm, all right Shannon scale of one to ten how much does this scare you going into the season them scare me I'm like a two three um, everyone is skeptical of the Lakers skip health concerns AD hadn't been healthy. LeBron has missed some time. And Russell Westbrook. That, that's a major concern because they look like, like, you, like Jen Red, 80% picked them to win the West last year. They saw how it happened. They brought basically the same team, especially the, uh, the top guys. Those guys are back. So those concerns should still be there. For me, the Clippers, everybody knows Kawhi got 50-year-old knees. Mm. What's, what's to say that he's going to, all of a sudden, Kawhi is going to play 70 games? Mm. Ain't happening. Mm. Paul George, all of a sudden, he's healthy. Mm. Ain't happening. Played all these games. And everybody just thinks because the Clippers, and I give Ty Lue, I love Ty Lue. He's an unbelievable coach. I think he's one of the top three, two or three coaches in all of basketball. But you just think because you throw Paul George and Kawhi back in there, given how well they played last year, it's just things are just going to take off. I don't see that happen. I think it's going to be a tougher mix than what people are making it out to be. But the Lakers, the, the question is, how long before they're willing to see this experiment? Because this is what this is. Uh, Rob says he wants to see it play out a little while, Skip. How long before they say, you know what? God dang it. It mm. just ain't going to make it. We mm. got to just go ahead and bite the bullet, give up these picks, and make a trade. Mm. I don't know necessarily if it's for Buddy Hill and Miles Turner. Uh, teams are not going to be willing. You probably have to wait a while, see some teams that struggle, and to go get some shooting. But I'm not concerned. They're going to be at least sixth. At least, at the bare minimum, they'll be sixth. If this thing, if AD is healthy and plays at least 70 games, LeBron give me another 65 to 68, we'll be top four. Mm. We'll be fourth seed at the worst. And I believe that my partner across the table is not being completely honest about this because I think deep down his fear factor scale is all the way up to a nine no. on the Clippers mm -mm. because he knows that are people expecting LeBron James to play 70 games this year? Ain't happening. I said AD, AD plays 70 games this year? Ain't happening. Anyway, it's more likely Russ to play 82 this year? Happening. Yeah, happening. <laughs> yep. That was, that's, what you want, that's what you want to happen. Yep. That's what you want to happen. Okay. So 
Ty Lue is, is a real, he's the best coach to me. I love T.D. And, and you're presiding over Kawhi and Paul George. Oh, bulky knees. And, and now you even have John Wall to back up Reggie Jackson if, in fact, he doesn't start above him. I don't think he will. This team is loaded top to bottom. It goes 12 deep. Oh, bulky knees. Yeah, oh, bulky knees. Well, he got it fixed. Uh, yeah, and, it, and I was pleasantly stunned by how he looked in Seattle. Everybody looked good in the preseason. Yeah. But where, where did they start playing them games? Where did they start putting them games back to back? They yeah. played Monday, Tuesday, huh. Thursday, Saturday. We'll see how it looked then. Huh. So how the mighty have fallen because just a year ago, this same, basically the same Laker team was the runaway favorite yes. to win the West. Yes. And now they're eighth? R they're picked eighth? Hold on. They, if they brought, if you saw, if you saw the chemistry issue wow. and the concerns that you had coming out of last season, huh. if they're still there, why would you ever think they should be ranked higher than what huh. the, that they have them? So if it is one eight in the finals, I mean in the uh, first round of the, the playoffs, I'll take the quote-unquote home team. I'll take see, the Clippers. See, see, uh, see. That's that's the problem that the Clippers have. Uh, They're concerned about being the best team in LA. Uh, We're concerned about being the best team in the NBA. You give me one the Clippers. One team got 17 gold balls. The other team got no bowl goal. The only that ball y'all got is a crystal ball. Head to head, I, Clippers, Lakers. I'm looking at y'all crystal ball. Uh, I don't see any really? championships in your future. Huh. I'll bet you 10 cases right now. I'll take the Clippers over the Lakers in the playoffs. You you the, first of all, we're not gonna play y'all in the playoffs. Uh. Because you know how y'all are falling. Oh, because you're going to miss the play in. We, 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 we were supposed to play y'all a couple of years ago, remember? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Or y'all was up 3-1. You remember mm -hmm. that? Mm -hmm. What happened? Bubble. Oh, uh, yeah. Bubblicious. Them knees started, them knees started shaking no. on Kawhi. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know Paul George. Who's you ready know... for the NBA season to start? Raise your hand. Me? <laughs> I'm ready. I certainly am. Me too, All right. Coming up, let's talk a little bit about the future and what's going to happen in the draft. Did Victor Wembanyama's performance last night prove why he should go number one? Yeah. We're going to talk about what this 18-year-old did coming up on the other side of this break. All right, the projected number one overall NBA draft pick. Seven foot five center Victor Wembanyama. He put up a 37 point performance last night against the G League team Ignite. It was incredible. Shannon, does he look like the real deal? He be look like the real deal. I mean, Dirk started his bull job a seven footer skip that could shoot the three, shoot the mid range, and then Kevin Durant came, another seven footer that could shoot the three mid range, put it on the floor. But this kid, I don't know. They list him anywhere between seven two and seven five. They do. He can handle the ball. You made seven threes last night, mid range, block shot. Skip this crazy. I, the other guy, School Henderson, was sensational. But, Skip, I, I, a good big man, give me a good big man, a great big man over a great small man any day. I think we just saw the next evolution. <laughs> I, he looks 7'5 to me, and he just handles yes. like a guard and shoots it sweet like a guard. Yes. Never seen anything quite like this before. So he's going to be the slam dunk first overall pick. But Scoot's going to go second. Sick. Oh, so you want him in San Antonio? <sighs> Wimanyama? Yeah. Fit. I mean, because it's going to be a lot of, because uh, uh, Danny Ainge trying to get him because he's giving up everything, kitchen sink, everything. Indiana, y'all go ahead and give us Miles Turner. Y'all got a great chance. Take Russ. He's fun to watch. You don't want to win. You don't want us to win. You don't want us to win. out of time. <laughs>